And then, then Luffy just starts walking. This sick music starts playing. Like, dun, 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 dun. And all the boys are ready to go. Even Usopp got a cool pose. <laughs> Even fucking Usopp got a cool pose, dude. Yo, ho, ho, he took a bite of gum gum. Hello, everyone. And this is the Bite of Gum Gum podcast. I'm your host, Adrian. And alongside me, I have Bryce. How are you doing this week, Bryce? Doing all right, man. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's good to be back. I have, man, I've been watching a lot of this show. Yeah, I, the Arlong arc, right? It's the next arc. I think you were pretty excited for me to get there. Yeah, dude. I'm pretty excited that you've already gotten this far, at least. So we initially started this, right? Like, I, I had no idea, if, like, how it would go or how I'd feel about it, right? I, I thought it was going to be, like, really slow and, like, oh, these episodes are really old, so it's going to be hard for me to get into them and stuff like that, right? Like, I really thought... But no, like, it's... it They hold up really well. Like, a lot of that stuff, again, I've said it multiple times, the shit I remember was 4Kids shit. And the show that is actually presented is super different. What's helped, too, is that, like, Crunchyroll has, like, these... HD versions of the original show, right? So like they're kind of prettied up a little bit, but yeah, at least they're not—they're not four by three, right? It's sixteen by nine, mm-hmm. um, so like they kind of stretch the image and all that a bit. But uh, at least I'm not watching like four by three, and it, it's super helpful. But yeah, it's—it's it's the Arlong arc, man. Holy shit! What a fucking arc, dude! Just off the bat, Arlong is a son of a bitch. And I can't really wait to talk more about it. Yeah, Arlong makes Kuro like look bad, like like incompetent, right? Like he makes yeah, he makes all the other villains that come. And this is only like the third arc, right? But it's like I think like the author maybe got like the, into the swing of things because like everyone is like, no, this guy's a bad fucking dude, like not a stupid plant. He's just he's a gangster, man. That's like all he is, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's. And, like, how it deals with, like, Nami and everything. Um, yeah, it's, like... I have some issues with the arc, right? Like, it's not perfect, of course. But okay. overall, like, what it's trying to do is it's it's really good. And it sets up, like, someone you really want to see their ass kicked by the time you get to that point, right? It, yeah. it really sets that up well. Um, when, when was the last time you, like, saw this arc? Or, like, how much do you really remember about it? Uh, I remember quite a bit about it. Because um, there's some brutal-ass shit in this, I, this arc. I want to point out that this was still during the time I was still watching the 4Kids version. Yeah. Back when it was in America. And I'm going to clear up some things, too. That uh, some things that I maybe have misremembered from like maybe the, like the last episode. From the censoring and stuff. Yeah. It's because... I had a game on the PS2 called uh, One Piece Grand Battle. And it was a fighting game. And a lot of them still kept the moves that mm. they had from the main thing. Like uh, Don Creek, he still had his spikes. He didn't have the suction cup things. So that's where I'm getting some things confused. And I may still get some things confused or mixed up. Yeah, okay, that's okay. Just, that's just how it is, but... I, I did watch Ar- the Ar- Arlong arc and uh, the poor kids dub. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you haven't, like, watched it recently or I imagine you, like, remember s- pieces here and there. 
Uh, it's sure. fucking like right. that dude not doesn't fuck around, dude. Um, and it's like it's he's a villain ass villain. Uh, and yeah, like the four kids are probably. I guess like for a kids show, you would probably get that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's a he's a he's a son of a bitch, dude. So like, really, that's and then the other arc we're probably gonna talk about is the Luke Town arc. Right after you probably like, don't mm-hmm. remember much about this, but they basically it's like the the arc. It's like a small introductory arc before like, hey, we're gonna go to the Grand Line. Let's mm-hmm. like wrap a few things here and there, see some characters again, and that's about it. It's like I really don't have much to say about it. We'll probably go through it pretty quickly, and mainly talk about the Arlong arc. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll get there when we get there. But yeah, like let's let's get this going, man. So the first let's episode. Go is the worst i mean the worst man in the eastern seas fishman pirate arlong so this is the introduction of the concept of fishman right like mm-hmm. i think in the four kids version they're called mermen right i mean you can understand that yeah makes sense right uh yeah they're just like mermaids men um they all come from the Grand Line, right? Is, did I get that right? It's like they're like a species that just lives out in the Grand Line. They came, right. yeah, they came to. I think Arlong was like uh, working under some other big pirate or something. There's, there's the guy right there. Mm-hmm. I don't love his. Um, let's see if I can get a better shot of Arlong here. I like his alpha, I like his getup here. But his younger getup from like five years ago, fucking love it, dude. Um, do you remember his getup? We'll get to it, but yeah, yeah. The mermen or the fish people—they have like, like great style, man. I love it so much. They all dress so well, and I love like the tropical attire and stuff. Yeah, like Arlong here is just like—he's basically at a resort and chilling, right? Even though he's like mm-hmm. this pirate, like in the other later outfit. He's dressed like a mobster because he is a mobster. Right. But With here, yeah. But here, he's just like, well, I've taken over. I'm just like lounging around and relaxing, right? Mm-hmm. So he's just like in his fucking Hawaiian shirt and shit, with this weird, what would you call that? It's like those uh, Russian hats or whatever. I have no idea what they're called. Oh, just just like a fur hat. It's like a, a oh, skull it's a pilot hat. It's a pilot, it's a pilot hat. skull cap yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like first we meet Arlong here for the first time. There was some hints at him in prior episodes with like uh, wanted posters and stuff. He's talking to the Marines. These Marines are clearly corrupted. Uh, and he's like paying them off to do something. Uh, Nami. So we find out finally who, who Nami is, right? So this is a little kid who's super pissed about um, Arlong killing his father and like wrecking his village. And he's coming to kill Arlong. And Nami just, like, knocks the kid out and is just like, here's some money, little kid. Like, go away. Like, you're going to mm-hmm. fucking die here. And we find out, like, <laughs> there's, there's a good there's a oh. good shot right there. Yep. There's, a, there's a good shot right there of Nami just clobbering this kid. Um, then she just throws a couple, couple berries on the ground and is like, yo, just get out of here. Yeah, here, kid. Um, nothing personal. Nothing personal. Uh, she's clearly part of this crew and gang and apparently this whole time which 
I did notice at the beginning, and I was wondering, like, what is she doing with all the money? Well, she's been collecting it for Arlong this whole time. I don't know how she got it to her island. Maybe she has a dude while she was with Luffy and all that, but she was clearly going from area to area, robbing people and taking it back to Arlong. I don't know if, like, it's, it's revealed later that, like, she's collecting 100 million berries for him. But I don't know if he, like, he gets a cut sometimes so, just so she could go out. Because that's what it seems like. Like, she brought him a cut, right? Of, like, the shit she stole recently. Just so she could, like, go out there and collect. Uh, first episode, again, it's meeting Arlong and some of the fish people. They're all in Hawaiian shirts and shit. Um, Zoro wanted to go in and charge Zin. And then dumbass Usopp and the bounty hunter guy knock out Zoro and he gets tied to the ship. And of course Usopp bails on them and shit and Zoro gets caught. Immediately gets caught by the fishmen. While Zoro, uh, Usopp and the bounty hunter go to a town nearby that is completely destroyed. Look at these fucking houses, dude. They're like just straight flipped over, which is really funny to see because that's not i don't think that's how, how houses work like if you were to flip them over this is one piece man it's just, goes. it's just like it's just like it's a weird visual but it, it, yeah it just makes you be like holy shit dude what the fuck happened here he literally turned the town upside down literally actually yes um but usopp and the bounty hunter end up at this town and there's you know there's, there's fish guys everywhere Right, and they're just, you know, running. Usopp bumps into the kid and a blue-haired girl who knocks Usopp out as soon as he's going to start shit with the fishman. Because right now, basically, there's just an agreement, right? Like, they they don't fuck with them, and then they just pay them their money, and that's it. Like, just, if you if you screw with them, they will destroy your village and everyone around it's, you. It's their protection money, man. You gotta yeah. pay them, so they protect the village from themselves. From themselves, yeah. Exactly. So they're just gangsters. Uh, this shot of one of these like main general fishmen summoning like a big sea beast underground. Uh, Arlong does not like the word half fish. He does not like being called that. Um, Arlong is also an extreme racist and very much hates humans. He calls them subspecies and shit, or like weeks a weak species. He goes on and on about it. Right? He's just he has a support. He, superiority complex about his race in itself uh, at the end of this first episode of the arc it is revealed uh nami is working with them clearly uh zoro has been captured and nami has a pirate's tattoo of, of them right because you never really see her i think this is the first time she wears like a tank top mm. and you don't really see her arm until this point even though she was like giving luffy shit about being a pirate now these people was like she, she was a pirate too this whole time, right? She, she's part of pirate fucking crew. She's part of Arlong's. She's part of Arlong's crew, right? And you know, Zoro's like, "Hey, this is like who you really are." And Nami is trying to like play it off, like, "Yeah, th this is who I am." She, she's a pirate, right? Um, mm -hmm. And that's how that's like the reveal. Of the first episode. Next episode is uh, thirty-two, Witch of Kokuyashi Village. And Arlong's female leader, which I I guess the witch is Nami. She's like the witch of the village, because I think there's a scene later where she like walks into the village, 
and everyone just like walks into their buildings and ignores her right right yeah, um, she, she's setting some kind of role to like protect the the town as well not, not them not knowing like what she's actually doing yeah like the, i think it's revealed later the idea is that she joined their crew and everyone like kind of disowned her right that's like what we know right now at this point anyways right and she's secretly because she reveals it pretty early it's like hey i'm collecting money so that like arlong will let me loose or let us go which i mean fucking we'll get to that later but uh this episode opens up with uh luffy and this this is Usopp and Zoro headed out to follow Nami earlier, right? Well, right. if we dealt with Krieg, like, dude, I don't even, like, Krieg, whatever, dude. He's so lame compared to, like, where we go from mm-hmm. here. Just, like, it feels that arc is, like, so, like, doesn't really matter. <laughs> Other than that, that one dude showing up and fucking Zoro up. Right? Oh, Mihawk, yeah. Uh, Mihawk, your favorite character. My favorite character. Um, but it opens up with uh, Luffy and Zoro eating on their boat. Zoro's like cooking the meals, right? They're actually getting to eat good. But uh, there's like the sea monster that is under the employment of the fishman, it seems, that smells their food. It's like this big, cute cow thing. Like, look mm-hmm. at him. Oh, <laughs> I think his name is Momu, Momumu, but um, he he comes to that's a sea uh, cow. He is a sea cow. He comes to uh, he like I guess he just smells the food, right? It's like oh, it's so good, and he's clearly looking at the food, and, <laughs> and as soon as as soon as <laughs> Luffy just knocks, his, as soon as he, Luffy realizes the cow wants to eat their food, Luffy punches him just straight out. Doesn't even fucking wait. It's like, no, nah, it's my food. I'm kicking your ass. And poor fucking cow thing, dude. He just like fucks him up. <laughs> He's like, stay away from my food. And then Sanji here's like, dude, what are you doing? Uh, Sanji's over here's like, dude, what are you doing? It's a hungry thing. Let me feed him. And. And he's like trying to feed him like some food. This poor little look, look at this cow's face. Now I was thinking, he's like, well, like, is the cow gonna try to eat Sanji? But Sanji doesn't even wait; he just fucking kicks the shit out of him <laughs> just immediately. <laughs> what are you? And like, I like this bounty hunter here. He's like, what are you doing? What happened to that love? Because he immediately kicked the shit out of that sea monster, <laughs> which that sea monster was probably just gonna eat that food. But these guys are just being super assholes. And then uh, it cuts back to Usopp waking up in the blue-haired chicks. I like her tattoos. I think she looks really cool. Um, I forget her name. I don't think it's revealed yet. Um, But the kid also, that his dad died, ended up with her. But basically, she knocked him out, took him back home. And she's like, okay, kid, if you're going to... The kid still wants revenge, and she's like, okay, if you're going to go die, then go fucking die. Like, we already tried saving you. Um, Mm -hmm. And she's like, what about your mom? Like, go help her out. Like, you're just going to get killed out here. And Usopp just kind of, like, sees her kindness, right? And I think it's finally revealed that, um, yeah, he says, I'm looking for a girl named Nami. And it's revealed, like, well, this is where she reveals to Usopp. She's part of the pirates, Arlong pirates, 
and that I think Nojiko Moji. I can't remember her name, but Nami's sister, right? This is the reveal of Nami's sister, and this is their childhood home, basically. I feel like I've seen the sister in other shots before, or maybe they were in this arc, but I'm guessing she becomes a recurring character at some point. So I feel like I've seen her design in other, just like osmosis, right? Just by seeing other shit. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Arlong, I just, I remember seeing Arlong somewhere. It might have been a YouTube clip or something. I, I don't know. I think I might have saw a 4Kids episode or saw a clip of it, right? Because this is like quite a ways in. But it, like I knew Arlong existed. Um, but that's like about it, right? Yeah. Um, it, it goes back to Arlong and Nami and Zoro. And, you know, she's like trying to play off Zoro. Like, hey, get out of here. Um, uh, Arlong calls her a cold-blooded witch that betrayed her family and immediately you get this like really good reaction of nami's face of just like like i don't know if it's like anger it's like when you shock right like when someone says something yeah. embarrassing about you or something i guess or like or something that triggers you and you just don't know how to react in a way right you kind of just like bite your lip um it's like a shiver down your spine kind of thing i, I think they're like what they're going for but clearly she did not like what he just fucking said and Zoro sees it on her face, right? And then he kind of like, okay. He like knows exactly what's happening here and what's going on. Yeah, he, he straight up says, I see. And then he just starts saying, like, he didn't... Can't believe I ever trusted her and all that. And like you, Adrian, you're like, I don't trust this chick. She's yeah, up I mean, to something. She definitely was up to something when there's... Uh, shit, this might not be the only time Nami betrays them. I'm going to be real with you. I, I think it's, there's a low percentage because how this arc goes, like, kind of don't betray people after the shit they just did for you. But I imagine she would be put in a position where she would have to or something, right? Like, she's definitely, she's a smart cookie. She would try to figure something she, out. Yeah, I mean, you, could, you like, compared her, we compared her to uh, Fujiko. Fujiko. From, uh, from Lupin the Third, from I, I the first episode. Yeah, but, I, I mean, in Lupin, right? I don't think Fujiko has a fucking arc like this where all this shit happens. No. Fujiko never learns, dude. She always yeah. will take advantage of them. And I don't think Nami's like Nami's no. not as bad as Fujiko at There's, all. I would be disappointed if she was after this arc. Right? Because right. it would make no sense to her character. Because holy shit, like the shit they do for them and the shit she goes through. Like mm -hmm. I get why people like Nami now. Right? I get why like it wasn't just like, oh, it's just the female character of this popular show. Like, this arc solidifies that character. And like Luffy, and the whole squad, really, which is really cool. Like, this right. is that's the reason why people like Nami. That's exactly it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, this arc's definitely, when I finished it, I was like, I got, I need to watch more of this show. I was sold. Like, at that point, I was fucking sold. Like, it's like, oh, this is what I could expect. I can't, I mean, not every arc is going to be this good. I get it, right? You're going to have your, like, Luke Towns and all that, but they know what they're doing, like, emotionally and with, like, the characters and all that. Even though Luffy pisses me off to no end and the dumb shit he does, but and it's, like, weird plot device shit. But, again, yeah, like, totally sold on it. But here, again, going back to it, 
Zoro. Zoro could kind of tell what's up. There's like a pool behind them, right? So he kind of right. he's like tied up. Around. Yeah, he's like tied up, like arms and legs, and he's like, "All right, you want me to die then? Like you, like you want me to go? Okay, fine. Like I don't want to be killed by y'all." Um, and then he just like jumps backwards into the water and starts drowning himself. And Nami, Nami's like, "What the fuck is he doing?" Because the the fisherman's like, "He's escaping." They're like, "No, he's tied up. He's he's fucking drowning." And you really get this good shot of Nami. She's like, "What the fuck?" And she breaks. She she jumps in there after them. Zoro put her in this position to like, "All right, who are you really?" Right? He was like testing her. Right. Um. And like she jumped in there. And save them immediately. And he's like, I got you, bitch. Look at that smirk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, like, yes, I got like, you. Gotcha. At, at the, I think Zoro literally says, like, like, I, like, I'm right, but could you save me faster next time? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. She gets so pissed. I think, like, she kicks the shit out of him. But you can see, like, Nami's, like, just... Mm-hmm. Like, I get why she's mad here. Because they don't know what the fuck is going on here right like they're they're throwing everything she's worked for for 10 years and she thinks she's gonna get and she's so close to like they're gonna fucking just knock it off right like they're gonna fuck it up for her and she can't outright tell them but she's not gonna let them die either so she's like extremely frustrated by the situation she's like just fucking go away leave me alone like i'm solving this like it's been solved basically or you know she thinks, and then yeah she just she just kicks the shit out of Zoro. Yeah, she like punches the shit of Zoro, and then um, I believe they capture him. Right, they they just like put him in jail, and then I think it says like Arlong is gonna go visit Kokoyashi Village, which is her village. I think they found some weapons. And they're like going to go interrogate the guy. They start harassing like the mayor or something. I don't know what he is exactly, but he's like the village leader basically. I forgot his name. I don't know if he ever comes back in the series. But Arlong like starts fucking with them, and I think they're gonna kill him, or they just start beating him up. But then, um, I rough him up some. See, yeah, they rough him up a bit. But then, uh. But then, uh, bah, 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 what's his fucking name? Usopp, who's a coward, but every now and then he shows a bit of courage. And, like, he, he like, stands on a roof and just fucking blasts Arlong. It's like, where's where's that scene at? Yeah, he just shoots Arlong. And he's like, my name is Captain Usopp, brave warrior of the sea. And, yeah, he just distracts him, right? Like, makes him chase it. And Arlong is so fucking mad because... It's not the fact that it hurt, but the fact that a human dared touch him, right? Like, do anything to him. And he's just freaking out, and he just starts flipping out, flipping houses. He immediately goes to flip a house. Uh, he flips the one uh, Sanji's standing on, and and all of Arlong's crew's like, calm down, calm down. Like, if you destroy this place, we're not going to get any fucking money from them. They, they're very much thinking like gangsters, right? Uh, like, hey, that's that's too much. Like, we can't lose this, you know, profit. So they chase off. Uh, they grab Arlong, take him away, and they run off chasing Usopp. Who I get like his character trait is apparently he's good at running, and a lot of this arc that's what he's good at. It's just fucking running. 
um, which becomes useful. Uh, prior to that, and I think in a scene that like was cut because uh, I try to keep it together here, but they had cut earlier to Nami walking in and letting Zoro go. Right? She's like, just just please get out of here. And Zoro like immediately calls her a small fry. He's like, she's not actually like this crazy brutal pirate. And he can tell like she's still like a somewhat good person in a way. But he's like he was like testing her. But she just cuts him off. She cuts Zoro out and then just leaves. And if we don't find out till later. Fucking Zoro just Zoro just kicks the shit out of everyone in the fucking yeah. Arlong Park. Is yeah, <laughs> waiting on Arlong's yeah, he's just waiting on Arlong's throne, man. I'm just sitting there. He's like, Nami, you fucked up. You didn't make sure he left. He just went and kicked the shit out of everyone. And then um, it shows uh, and Luffy and Luffy and his crew that are coming. They like tied up the sea beast and made it like take them faster, basically. It, like enslaved it and the thing has tears on its eyes and shit but basically they fucked the thing up i am glad that like the sea beast thing was kind of a joke for the most part like i didn't really want a whole episode where they fought like this cow monster thing it's just mainly like played up for laughs which i did enjoy um other than that it just shows a brief scene where nami arrives in town and everyone immediately walks walks into their homes right just because they're like they don't like her they banished her and she's praying at a grave and she's just telling the the person who's buried like hey it's it's almost over and that's as much as we really know uh these like titles right old school titling they just like tell you what happens in the episode mm-hmm. episode 33 usopp dead when is luffy going to make landfall and that's the <laughs> title of the episode that's that's still like applies still to today, do it and, right yeah yeah i mean like Dra- dragon ball um super did that shit as well where it's like these long ass title cards i don't think is there any other modern anime that really does that anymore it's just this right mostly just shonens like shonens that have run this long Sh- shonens usually are the only ones that uh have such yeah, I would Maybe, have. To, yeah, uh, episode titles. I would have to go back and look at like old episodes of Naruto and Bleach, and like, what did they, what did they name these things? I don't think Bleach would have done it, but maybe I think maybe they Naruto. Did. They probably did. They would always have like Ichigo, Ich versus... Ichigo Bankai versus. Yeah. yeah, is this is Ichigo's Bankai? Yeah, probably something like that. Anyways, uh, we're here, episode thirty-three, a Luffy is on the way and uh, Arlong has calmed down a bit and it's just a couple scenes of like fishmen chasing Usopp and doing some Looney Tunes ass shit like behind hiding behind trees like that <laughs> and and that's really it then he just falls and lands in front of one of the fishmen generals and immediately gets caught and then they do like some of the faces and stuff other than that, like Zoro's still chilling, and there, and there's um there's one fishman there. And the fishman doesn't realize that Zoro beat up all their dudes, and it's just like getting information out of them. 
He's and, just chilling. Yeah, he's just chilling. They're like just talking to each other. And the fishman ends up taking him to Kokuyashi Village. Uh, so he could try to catch up with Nami and them. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Arlong, like right as soon as that happens, Arlong arrives. And his whole, his, he finds his, his whole fucking crew beat up. And they said, like, oh, it's Zoro. And he's like, what the fuck? Someone let him out. And people start, they start to doubt Nami's allegiance at this point. Because they think it was her. Um, Zoro gets taken to the village, right? He, like, it's a lot of, at the start, it's a lot of everyone just bypassing each other. Like, oh, they this, they go to Long Park, but this guy goes to Kokuyashi Village. And like, yada, yada. Everyone just keeps missing each other, just barely. Um, there's something, like, disturbing about Usopp's nose. Right, the way okay. it like bends, and sometimes people punch it, and shit like it just. Imagine your finger getting like jammed, but in your on your face. Yeah, That's absolutely. like it make like when Usopp gets fucked up, I feel pain. <laughs> because like I don't know, I just imagine having a a finger on your nose and it getting jammed to shit because his stupid ass nose, dude. Like they fucking like, I don't know how his nose is not just completely fucked up at this point but yeah they they captured Usopp Arlong wants to kill the shit out of him do you think uh, Arlong's nose is stupid at least it's like a sword and it's sh- he, he it, it's shown to be pretty unbreakable like it's shown like it's like made out of steel later they reveal right it's like like yeah his, durable. yeah and it makes sense he's a fish shark man like of course Right, not this like weird dangly fleshy nose that <laughs> Usopp has, dude. That like, yeah. Where are the nostrils at? Ernest? No, is it the, at the very back? <laughs> like, where does he where breathe? Usopp's Usopp's. Usopp, it's like, like right where, there. You gotta see it. <laughs> where's nostrils at? Is that the back? Is like, that? We... Yeah, it's on his up above his mouth, I guess. Yeah. It's like That's a thing weird. Nose. It's so weird, dude. But yeah, Nami's like overhearing everyone doubting her. And yeah. People like, just... oh, go back. That cutaway. There it is. That yeah, one? see? It's... You can see where it's okay. not going. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. got... Then what is all this for? It's just, just extra. Usopp, just, you know, take a knife. It's just, it's just meat. It's just, just... Get, a nose, get a nose job. Get a nose job, dude. Like, you know, I met Chopper at this point. You can do something about it, dude. Yeah, yeah. Chopper can go chop. All right. Anyways, yeah, it's just they're doubting Nami's allegiance, and again, she's telling them like, "Stop fucking this up for me, please stop." Like, um, yeah, she's just tell, she, she basically like telling Usopp right as like she's trying to talk to him, and act tough and all that, right? Um, meanwhile, Zoro, Zoro arrives at the village and realizes he just missed everyone. And yeah, the the fishman realizes Zoro was the one who the guy he helped was the one who beat everyone up. And now Zoro is immediately running back to Arlong Park. Like again, yeah. it's just people missing each other constantly. And and Arlong's like wants to chase Zoro, but he realizes Zoro was already chasing him. So he's like, oh, you'll just come back to me. I'll kick his ass when he gets here. And and that's basically how like he's handling it at this point because he was super pissed. He beat up his guys, but. He realizes he's gonna, and this is that really good shot of Nami just fucking super angry, 
Like why? And this is the exact line. Why are you getting in the way? Right. Um, let's see if I. And she just like quickly runs at Usopp because Usopp's like trying to get a shot off while everyone's distracted, and she just knocks the shit out of him immediately with her her bow staff. And she's crying a little bit. You can tell. Like they're not being. They're not hiding the fact, but they have really good drawings of her, her trying to act evil, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like clearly overdone. Um, and yeah, and then yeah, she's trying to put up an act, takes a dagger from the guy, and says she'll get rid of him herself. And again, she's trying to play off the "I'm going to kill someone" or "I'm going to kill you, Usopp." Usopp shoots a smoke bomb, and then she steps in the way of like the way Usopp's running. And then there's a quick cut of her lunging at Usopp with a knife and a bunch of blood splurting out. And quick shots of like her face and all that. And yeah, she's like, stay out of my business. And clearly there's a bunch of blood everywhere. Usopp has blood on his hands and Usopp like falls into the water in front of them. And all the fish are like, oh shit, she killed him. And meanwhile, the bounty hunters saw the whole thing happen, and they're like freaking the fuck out because um, they think Nami killed Usopp. But it's pretty obvious. It's not obvious, but there's something up, right? Like clear. Like here's Nami's holding her hand and covering it with a bunch, of, and there's a bunch of blood, right? And and, and there's just like little little signals of like. It didn't exactly go the way it probably looked. Um, <laughs> later, you'll see Nami with bandages on her hand and like a glove covering it. They really don't try to act like Usopp is dead very long. I think it's like literally at this end of the yeah, like it's like the end of this episode, really. Um, Luffy and God damn, it, I always forget his name. Luffy and Sanji arrive. But of course, they arrive in the dumbest way possible. They crash into the island and go flying into the island. Right? Like their boat just gets launched into it. Uh, there's a quick scene that's showing Nami's room where she would draw maps for Arlong. Because that's what they like hired her for, right? To be their navigator and shit. And she's just, it's just like a quick scene of like, hey, this is showing the room and some cutscenes of the past. But yeah, they arrive like dumbasses into the island like the loudest way possible and crash into Zoro. And well, they made it. They're finally here. And um, they land and immediately the bounty hunters find them and tell them that Usopp is dead, that she, they were killed by Nami. And then, then there's this shady figure who says, am I alive? Who's like in a coat. And then, of course, it's of course it's fucking Usopp. <laughs> and the next episode, everyone gathered, and again, <laughs> these fucking titles, everyone gathered. Usopp speaks the truth about Nami, like doesn't even let you like think about it, right? I wonder what like the manga chapter was. Maybe the manga chapters were named the same. I'm curious. I would know. I've never seen. I've never read the manga. Yeah, I'm very, very curious on how that stuff would be named. Oh. Can't play none of that. Okay. 
Um, basically, the bounty hunters tell him what happened or what they saw. Luffy gets really angry and is like, how could you say that about Nami? Don't you dare say that type of shit about her. Uh, Nami actually arrives because she saw a fucking giant ship fly into the island. And yeah, Luffy's like, hey, we came to get you. You're our friend. And yeah, she's just trying to play it off and just she's basically like, hey, just leave me the fuck alone, right? Like Sanji's totally into it though. Yeah, Sanji, I think it's like, yeah. He's like, hi, we said remember me. Do you remember me? <laughs> You're like Sanji's like all about it, right? And and I think I think um Zoro kind of believes that he killed Usopp for a second and tries to like attack Nami, but of course Sanji being a simp <laughs> Sanji being a sim starts fighting Zoro, and these two are always going at it. Yeah, I'm, I imagine it's an ongoing bit, but they're, they're always fucking fighting or in, in each other's face. Um, but yeah, she's like, "Hey, just leave me alone. Go find another navigator." And then, and then, just Luffy's like, "I'm gonna go to bed. I, I, I'm not dealing with this shit. I'm going to sleep." <laughs> Because she's asking them not to do anything, and he's like, "All right, well, I'm not leaving, so I'm just gonna go to sleep." And yeah, he, he's he's acting like I'm not interested in what's happening. And not, uh, Luffy <laughs> kind of takes this like approach of like, "Okay, she doesn't want us to fuck with shit, but I don't feel comfortable leaving quite yet." So he's just kind of chilling, right? Like he doesn't know what's going on. He's not asking questions. He's just kind of wandering around doing his thing. And like... Yeah, he's not even trying to find out what's happening. Right? I, I guess yeah. he just has this like... Alright, I'll be here if you need me. He doesn't. It's not like he, he really doesn't even care. He's just like, I came here to do this and then... Yeah. Well, he came here to get her right? and he clearly wants mm -hmm. to get her. But she's saying no. And he's just... I get, I, it's like clearly he could sense something is off. Yeah. But he's not going to do anything until you say something. Right? But he's going to give you time. I'm going to be here a little bit. I'll give you time to figure shit out. Basically, right? Mm -hmm. And so he's he's just very not aloof about it, but he's just like all right, you don't want me to bother you, so I'm not going to bother you. But I'm not going to leave this island quite yet. But she tells him like take the ship, like whatever, just take the ship and leave. That she just wants them to go. And yeah, she says, "Fine, whatever. Go ahead and die." Uh, but she thinks she thinks like no one can handle Arlong, basically, right? Right. Like, she she sees him as this unstoppable force. There's it's been like ten years, and like a marine ship finally shows up to try to like save them and help them. They get rocked like immediately. <laughs> they just they just get rocked. There's not really much to talk about it. His generals go over there and just fuck them up, and again. Because the kid, the little kid whose dad died, is like, "Look, they're here to save us!" And no, they just, they just get rocked immediately. Even the bounty hunters are going to go get it, and then Zoro just sits down too. He's like, "I don't know." And the bounty hunters say they're going to leave and get the fuck off this island, basically. But basically, the, the crew is just sitting around. They're just like, just like killing time, basically. Yeah, they're waiting for the captain. Yeah, exactly. And um. You know, they're just kind of talking a little bit. And, like, 
Zoro's telling her, like, no, she's a small fry. I don't think she would do it because um, he tried to kill himself earlier and she saved them. And it, it cuts back to Usopp running and be like, I got to tell everyone because uh, it shows that not in, in the smoke, Nami stabbed her hand to show that to have all that blood splatter everywhere and all that and fake Usopp's death. And Usopp like kind of got the the hint about it. There's a really funny scene here as Usopp tries to <laughs> Usopp tries to um, get to his friends and he sees them. He's running after them. <laughs> and um... Oh my god. Zoro. Zoro's like yeah, but I figured out she's a small fry or something like that. And then Sanji's like, what's so small about Nami's chest? And he gets super pissed off. <laughs> what's so small about Nami's chest? Like, what are you talking about? Is that all you can think about? But they're like about to punch each other or hit each other. And um, Usopp, of course, gets in between them at the same time because he's trying to say hi to his friends. And they both fucking hit him. And it's a really funny line. It's like, oh, Usopp, you're alive. It's like, no, nah, I think he's dead now, <laughs> which is really funny. And Nami's in the village. You can, she has a glove on her hand, clearly, to show hey, she wounded her hand and all that. She's talking to her sister. Nami just, like, got home and just started fucking her house up because she's so pissed off that her friends are there and is making everything so complicated. The sister takes upon herself to find Usopp in them and tell her, like, hey, this is why this is happening. And kind of like explains their backstory. Meanwhile, those the, the shady marines from earlier arrive on the island. It's pretty simple. Like, is it Nojiko? Yeah, Nojiko. His sister Nojiko explains what's happening or what happened to her friends. Um, basically trying to be like, hey, this is the situation. Leave us alone. But it's, it's two episodes. And the flashback episodes in the series... So far, have all been really good, right? Usually, I get in animes when they do flashback episodes. They're usually like boring. Like, I don't know about boring, but like they just kind of feel like fluff. Yeah, they like unneeded. Feel like material. fluff or unneeded. Yeah, but like these, you're like, oh, this is the inciting incident, right? This like they show like character development. Yeah, you like start understanding a lot more about them. And why they act the way they do, and all that, right? Um, and it's been like that for. I don't think Usopp got a flashback, but for Sanji, for Zoro especially as well, um, and then uh, Nami here. And I imagine like Luffy will get one eventually, and maybe uh, Sanji will get a better one, or maybe that island stuff was his, but. Again, it's 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 always been really good stuff. Even in like the later arcs I have seen. Um, but basically they're raised by an ex Marine. Uh, she found them whenever like at the, at the end of a war or something with some pirates. And she she takes them in, right? Like she finds Nojiko who found a baby. So and she adopted them. Yeah, she adopted both of them. And it's like this really nice story of like how she got on the ship and they were like sick on the boat and like she came back home after all these years and like the whole village is kind of like raising these kids, right? Mm-hmm. They seem like to be the only kids around actually. But yeah, they're not related by blood in any way. But they also don't have very much money either. She's not 
she's not making a ton of money. I think they sell tangerines, which is like doesn't really make them a bunch of money. But you know, it, it's just uh, there's a scene where like Nami's mad, she's getting hand me downs, and calls Nejiko not her sister, and it kind of sets off her their mom. Uh, for what is their mom's name? Bell Bellu Bell something I think, but I, she slaps the shit out of her man. Bell Mary. But yeah, she slaps. The sh I mean, I don't even know if this is. You remember the slap, Bryce? Yeah, she calls she calls her not her sister, and it just sets her. Which I think was a bit much. Probably didn't need to slap the shit out of her in that way, but it it, tr it triggered her for some reason. Um, probably a good yelling at probably would have been fine, but she just knocks the shit out of her, dude. Discipline. Discipline. Yeah, but like she overreacted. For Nami's case, she mom kind of overreacted. Gonna be real with you. And I, and I got disciplined as a kid. This lady overreacted. Like she, she it triggered it triggered her hard for some reason. But she slaps her, and she says, "Like Nami says something fucked up. Like I wish I was, I wish I was adopted by someone richer or something like that." Which kind of again. Like character development wise, it shows her why she likes nice things, why she likes money in particular, but why she likes one, she's like very smart about money because she like sees the value in it and stuff, right? Like, because she had she was poor, mm -hmm. she was very poor, so she she doesn't want to live that way anymore, clearly. Um, but Nam Nami runs into the village and this is where they explain the backstory because the I guess the village leader or whatever explains the backstory to Nambi and how all this happened like how they were brought to the island and all that uh, because he's trying to talk to, talk her down because Nami was upset right um, but Nojiko finds her and is like hey you know we're all sorry let's go have have dinner right and like the whole village like cares about these kids clearly but that's when out of the blue, fucking Arlong shows up. Arlong and his crew. Oh, I, there's a good shot of them. The big shark teeth, fucking pirate ship. Yeah, like they've the got village, a bitchin' boat, dude. They they got a really fucking cool boat. Look at him, dude. Look at them. Yeah. dude. It's so good, man. Of like, yeah, they get off the boat, and they just look like gangsters, dude. Like. I don't know why he has so much drip. That scarf, dude, is doing a lot for him. Like, it's working, man. It's it's working for him, dude. It'll be real. Yeah, Arlong and his crew arrive, and he's just like, he's just they're just taking over. Like, they can't stop them. The villagers literally can't stop them. There, there's no, like, Marines, nothing. So he's just like, all right, we're arriving here. Uh, 100,000 100, berries a month. Per adult and fifty thousand berries per kid. I'm like, let's go. Give me your money. Like, just straight up, right? <laughs> and it's a big ass bag where everyone's paying off. Even like one of the fishermen goes to the like city hall and gets like the birth registries and shit, so they could like actually like they're gangsters. They like know what they're doing, right? And so they're they're making sure I'm getting every single fucking cent out of these out of this. But everyone's hoping. They're hoping that they don't notice 
they leave before they notice Belmare's house, which is like kind of out of the village. Um, because she does not She's have the got- money. Like, look at him, dude. Look at him. Why is he so cool? He does the hand pose and like, wh- why did they draw him like this? The time to go, brothers. And then he just puts his head down, like. The dude on his right, like on the right side, this looks guy? like he's about to go to a plug. Yeah, dude, he's yeah. got his collared shirt on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, someone watched some rap videos when they were looking at Arlong, dude. Like, straight up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they're just they're just fucking gangsters, like mobster gangsters. And it's it's really cool. Uh, I really like how Arlong looks. Um, back in his youth, this is like ten years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, issue is. They see the smoke from Belmare's house because she was cooking for the kids. And like, oh shit, we almost missed it. And they, they all go that way. And the village the villagers are like, fuck, what what's happening? And that's where the episode ends. No, the next episode is thirty six, survive Mother Belmare and Nami's Bond. And it's still a flashback. But Arlong is on the way to Belmare's house. Yeah, they're there first, right? And like no one beats them there to it. Belmare hears a knock at the front door. And I think she sees him through the window. Arlong opens the fucking door and walks in. And immediately, like, she, he gets fucking kicked in the face by Belmare. She, like, jumps on top of him and pulls out a fucking rifle and sticks it in his mouth. Which is really cool. Not a good place. It's not a good place to put it. She should have blasted immediately. Right? Like, shark teeth, gun, just shoot him. Right? Like, you had the chance. But the fact that like she's sitting there and gives them the opportunity, because of course what's gonna happen is gonna happen. But it's like what Shanks said, dude. That's, those aren't for threatening. Yeah, those aren't for threatening, dude. You fucking gotta just do it. I looked through the edits and there's not, there's a ton of stuff that was edited out clearly, because there's a lot of bl- brutal shit. But I was looking for money to like funny edits. Clearly they wouldn't use the gun here, right? What do you think Belmer had in her hands here? Well. She was cooking, so she probably has some kind of cooking utensil. She, she's also a gardener, right? She she sells mm-hmm. tangerines. Oh, man. What if she... So what they use, she had a shovel. She stuck a shovel, a shovel in a shovel. A shovel, Bryce. That's what they uh-huh. edited in. A oh. fucking shovel. So imagine her in this pose, but it's a shovel at the end. It, it would and, not be as cool. It would be uh, quite lame. <laughs> and it looks like she's holding a gun whenever, like... You know, in the edit, she's like holding this shovel like she's about to blast someone. And yeah, it, it's so funny, man. It's it's one of those like, what? Like, give her a spear or something. Like, something. But yeah, it, it's a fucking shovel. And yeah, she's Did like. Does she have a lollipop too in the edit? Does she also have a lollipop? I, I, think, in they her just, mouth? I think they just edit out her cigarette completely. They like, she just doesn't have a cigarette. They probably made it a lollipop in Sanji's case because they knew Sanji would be around for a while. Right? right, so they could play it off like, oh, he's he has a lot. We're of not gonna edit that cigarette out of his mouth every episode. You crazy? <laughs> yeah, like it's fucking, it's a lot it's of fucking work. Uh, <laughs> you you stick a gun in a shark's fucking mouth. Clearly, he's gonna bite it, and yeah, he breaks the gun immediately, and then just knocks the shit out of Belmare. Uh, Nami and Nojiko are trying to. This thing's fucking brutal, dude. Like he he's just fucking stomping on her arm. Dude, and they show it. Oh, dude, it's so fucked up. They're just fucking Belmare up at this point, right? Because like she tried to fight back. Like this is this definitely was cut. 
Um, yeah, they're just... setting exa- an example out of her. Yeah, like straight up. Uh, yeah, they just started beating the shit out of her. The 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 general gets close and is like trying to defend her and stop all this. Um, he asks her how much money they have. They have just a hundred thousand, so that's just enough for her. And but but no one knows since the kids were adopted, they're not on the registry. So like right. the, like one of the shark bands like, uh, no, there's there's it's just her, right? Like that's that's all it is. And and the general or the leaders like, hey, just pay the money. And we'll abide. Sorry, she did all that shit, right? Like he's trying to like play, mm-hmm. like calm things down. Meanwhile, right. like the there's this doctor from the village who like grabbed Nami and Nojiko before she get there, and he's like, "You guys need to get on a ship and leave, and never come back, because they will kill you for being here. They'll kill her. Like it, it's over. Like basically telling them it's over. Like go live they your got lives. No more money. Yeah, yeah, go go be free somewhere, right before." Before you're trapped here with us, basically, like they start freaking like, hey, Nojiko's like, okay, we got it, let's go. Like she's the smart one, obviously, right. um, or she like she's older, so she's like handling it better. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nami's like freaking the fuck out, like, why can't I live here? She like starts blaming herself. Forgot how, but Nami starts blaming herself that they can't live there. But then um, from a distance, they hear where Bamer's like. Like no wait, I'm paying for my kids. I can, and that money's for my kids, not me. So basically, saying hey, she'll pay for them and not herself, because that's mm-hmm. all she can afford. Because she she couldn't live with herself, like abandoning them and saying they're not her kids. And of course, and the, the kids hear this and they immediately run and break off. <laughs> like okay, now you can't play it up. Earlier, they also saw a bunch of food inside the house, and they're like, hey, who are you feeding? And then the like the mayor was playing it off like oh it was me like I was gonna come in, I was visiting her we're we're gonna eat, the 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 kid the kids run up to her and and like start saying they're sorry and all that they love her and they're just like freaking out right, um like really good faces of just like being fucking horrified like I said like I really like the drawings, like the facial expressions they do, um, because yeah eventually it shows like Arlong looming over them. Um, he says, these are your girls, I take it. Because uh, they know exactly what's going to happen. Right? Like, he, he's gonna he's gonna kill her. Yeah, so as long as you die, um, I won't hurt them. And the, the the village leader just pulls out some gats and starts blasting. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he gets, of course, cut down immediately. And this is why he's all scarred up later. Or one of the reasons he has, like, a bunch of s- stitches... Uh, the villagers are all attacking at this point, um, because they're they're they don't want them, you know, see what the fuck, what's about to happen happen. Mm. But uh, Arlong's like, go kick the shit out of them, but don't kill them, because he, he again, he's smart. He wants money out of them, right? If he kills them, there's, there's no point of any of this. Right. He's looking for a revenue stream. Um, Arlong walks up to her. Belmer immediately pushes the kids into the house. And you know, there's this fight going on. There's a really good scene of Arlong just standing there, hip on his hands and gun pointed at her heart. It's a really good shot. And again, good shots of the kids just like freaking out seeing this happen. Belmar looks at them and says, I love you. Like she tells them she loves them. And boom, dude, just getting blasts her. Y- y- really funny thing 
in a very serious scene. Clearly, again, not going to be in four kids, right? Right. So, in this scene right here, uh, where it's like Arlong pointing the gun at her, going gun at her, it's Arlong pointing his finger at her and saying, you're going to be rot in the dungeon for the rest of your life and pointing at her. It is just like this. <laughs> it's like really yeah. weird. So, in the four kids version, the English version, Belmare is alive, right? She's she was just in a dungeon forever, where I don't know, um, because they don't deal with it in the English version. <laughs> Maybe it's assumed she, you're supposed to assume she dies at some point in the dungeon, but. He, he points at it and says, you're going to rot in the dungeon the rest of your life. And that's why the kids are freaking out. But no, and, and I mean, Japanese, she gets, she gets fucking dealt with. It's like really good scene of them, like just black and white, like them being horrified and all that. And Arlong's just, his laugh is so good. Uh, let me see if I can get. Cha! 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 Every time it happens. And later they use it to like haunt Nami. But I, I fucking love it, dude. <laughs> yeah, she gets blasted. One of the um, pirates finds a map Nami drew. Because um, they realize she's, she's like a talented uh, navigator. And they just take her. Right, and, and the village is freaking out, but they, again, village leader Char tries to stop them, but he gets he gets cut down immediately as they're taking Nami away. But um, here, in the four kids version, they take Nami away, but then they show s- scenes of Belmare freaking out, being like, "No, don't take my daughter," and all that shit, right? And they right. like cut, and they cut, they cut you saw when they take her away, they they. The, the scene where they broke her arm where she's like screaming they use that for for oh she's screaming because they took away her daughter not that they fucking broke her arm yeah. um so yeah there's just a bunch of editing shenanigans done and it just like changes the story completely because yeah Belmer is still alive she's just in a dungeon apparently but yeah the, the pirates destroy all their ships so no one can leave they're effectively Stuck on there, stuck there. Um, they're planning to die trying to save Nami and attack, attack Arlong, like, and rise up. But eventually, as they're talking, Nami comes back with a fat stack of cat. She's like all kind of like beat, beat up to shit, though. And she has like dead eyes. But, um,. Yeah, she tells them she's joining the Arlong Pirates, which is a really good scene. And he's like, hey, I can draw charts for them, and they can pay me. And, you know, of course, they're trying to, like, talk her out. Like, what the fuck are you saying? And, like, asking if they threatened of her. And, like, they gave her a fat stack of cash, but they also tattooed her. This is when she received the tattoos when she was a kid. And, yeah, she's like, look at all this money they gave me. Right, because she's like, she's really fucked up right now. So if I'm gonna get killed living a proper life like Belmarsan, then I don't want to live a proper life. And the villagers banish her from the village. But later, it's revealed 
that she has a plan to collect 100 million berries from Arlong and that she can like she's just telling me so I, I can do this like I'll put up with all the hate and all that so she and can I, pay off all the debt for the island yeah so she can pay off she basically buy the island from him and that is Nami's story that's where this episode ends we're like <laughs> as soon as Sanji hears like what's happening he gets up he's like I'm gonna go fuck him up <laughs> but, but, but uh yeah but uh the sister immediately knocks his ass down I'll make my beloved whoever made my beloved Nami suffer. Why, Why big Why sister? <laughs> and you know, Jiko knocks the shit out of Sanji. Um, Zoro was asking, like, acting like he was asleep the whole time, but he heard the whole thing. Uh, just being an edgy boy, cool guy. And the uh, the bounty hunters who said they were leaving hold the, heard the whole story as well. And they're crying manly tears. It's like, how could they ever doubt Nami? And it shows a bunch of scenes of like Nami coming back, being all fucked up, but she's like slowly getting more and more money. And she's just like been putting up for with it for years. And she's like happy at the end of this. She's like, I'm so close to the end type of stuff. She's like, I can finally be free. But it immediately cuts to the Marines arriving in town. Um, because they are after Nami, who's a famed pirate thief or thief of cat pirates burglar. cat burglar cat burglar and they're like like everything you stole, yeah everything you've stolen belongs to the government um which he's technically right but he's he's clearly fucking he was tipped off clearly right like how could he know where all this money was at it, it's a huge setup <laughs> yeah like clearly um, especially you saw him talking to Arlong earlier, like clearly, like he had an idea. But basically, yeah, they arrived to say like, "Hey, we're we're here for the money. Like we know it's here. Like you're not getting arrested, but we're confiscating it." And it shows like uh, next episode, Luffy rises, result of a broken promise. Um, which, if this is the episode I'm thinking of. Holy shit, am I excited? Yeah, this is definitely okay. Um, yeah, they arrive to take Nami's, take Nami's shit, and they, they she can't do anything about it. There's a bunch of soldiers and stuff. She's like, "Hey, stop talking, touching fucking Belmare's land." Yeah, he, the, the general's like, "That money's save is meant to save this town. You fucking Marines, why aren't y'all helping us save the town instead of?" Like, do something about Arlong. Why the fuck are you here about this money? But, again, they don't realize that he's corrupted. Um, but this is where the general puts the facade down. Is like, everyone in the village knew what you were up to. And we've all been playing along this whole time. Because if you ever wanted to back out and just run away from Arlong, we wanted to give you that out, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, by not, like... By by them like acting like Nami was the enemy, if she were to ever like escape from Arlong, Arlong wouldn't take it out on them. Clearly, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and that's why they were like playing along with it, treating her like shit. But they all knew like she was doing it for the sake of them. And this is where it's finally revealed that they all knew about it. And Nojiko arrives all super pissed. The Rat Man says like, "Yeah, there's hundred million berries down here." 
And then everyone's like, how the fuck do you know how much it is? And that's when Minami realizes it's been, they've been set up. Right. And she's, again, she gets super pissed. And yeah, <laughs> Ratman just playing it off. And they're corrupted, clearly. Uh, they find they find the money, um, and start taking it. Nami's attacking, but Ratman pulls out a gun. Nojiko tries to stop her, and Nojiko gets shot and places Nami. That gives them time to grab the money and leave while they're tending to Nojiko. And yeah, they're tending to Nojiko. She was just shot in the shoulder; she's fine. But Nami's starting to realize what the fuck happened. <laughs> um, it was a really funny scene. Um, Nami's realizing what's happening, and Luffy's like, like, like this has been a while since Luffy saw her. It's like, hey, you need my help yet? Like, basically saying, like, hey, you need, you do you need anything right now? Uh-huh. Hey, Nami, what's up? Need help with anything? And she's not having it. She's like, why the fuck are you still here? And then, like, she pushes them aside. Yeah, she's telling him, why didn't you leave this damn island already? She pushes them aside and starts running after Arlong, and she's just screaming Arlong Arlong like the voice acting is so good when she's like super pissed um this is a really funny face of Luffy like what's her problem <laughs> like you idiot because <laughs> he doesn't know what's happening right he's like he has no idea yeah. he's not asked the question he's just like on standby basically like he has no clue what's going on yeah she she gets to Arlong and like accuses him of like him breaking the deal, and he's like, "When did I break my promise?" And he he grabs her by the head and's like, "Going to crush her head." It's like, "When did I break my promise?" His promise was, "I would buy it for hundred million," but he, he never said he wouldn't like fuck with her or anything or <laughs> steal it or like it's a loophole, right? Basically, yeah. Like he just did some shady shit because he knew the money was around here somewhere. So he he just looped all his way into the agreement, and she just walks away like she can't really do anything about it. Um, Sanji and the crew kind of sent like they're like just sitting around talking. <laughs> I'm fighting for a beautiful person. What's wrong with that, Sanji? Um, Zoro finally gets up because Zoro can sense something is happening, and they get the, they get the crew and start walking, walking off. You don't really know where to. But they just start walking. Um, Nami comes. The village is straight up. Like we're gonna go die. Like we're gonna go fight and die for this. Like we're we're done. Um, Nami's trying to come back and be like, like I'll just collect the money again. <laughs> like type shit. Like like please like don't go out there and die. Like I'll work it out. I'll figure it out. It'll be easy this time to get the hundred million because I've learned so much. And she's just trying to come. Like, it's crazy to think, like, oh, I'll just do it again. Right? But yeah, she's clearly. She's in extreme denial right he, now. Yeah, she's in crazy denial. Uh, but she just doesn't want the village to die. And the, the, the leader of the village is like, it's over. Like, we're. we're <laughs> like, go. Like, leave. Leave with your friends. Um, we're gonna go die for this. Like we're gonna like die fighting, basically, because they know they can't beat Arlong. They 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 clearly know. They they're coming at him with pitchforks and shit. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's a really sad scene. We're trying to stop them, and then 
and then uh, they, they they run off for battle, right? And it's a really good like, like they run past her, screaming. And she falls to her knees, and it has a like, oh, dude, the laugh, dude, cha. <laughs> Just the, the laugh echoing in her head, the Varlong's laugh, just constantly. And dude, this scene is so good. Holy shit, this scene is so good. Of her just like losing it. She sees the tattoo on her shoulder, right? And she just like starts clawing at it. The Arlong's laugh is just on loop here. And she, again, she just starts clawing at it and just starts screaming Arlong's name. And she starts losing it, dude. It's such a good fucking scene. Holy shit. And it's fucking brutal, too. Because she's, like, stabbing the tattoo off of her. Like, she's, she's not trying to scrape the tattoo off or something. She's just stabbing her arm repeatedly. And screaming. Yeah, which probably isn't the best idea to do <laughs> yeah. to get the tattoo no, off. Like, I don't know if she's... I don't think she's trying... She's trying to damage the tattoo clearly. But she's not thinking about herself, right? Like, she doesn't... All right. She's not like thinking I'm gonna die from this or like fuck up my arm severely or trying to be careful about it. She's just like enraged, um, and just, and it's yeah, Arlong. Yeah, and she's just screaming Arlong. Oh, like the voice actress did incredible because you could like like all the buildup is just like coming out at that point, right? And she's just stabbing her arm over and over and over. It's yeah, holy shit, dude. And then Luffy walks up and grab, grabs her hand, like, stops her from hurting herself. And, like, Luffy has no words, right? He's just, like, she just sees Luffy. Yeah. This is, like, a very memorable scene. Yeah, that like, goes holy down crap. The entire series. This very moment. Yeah, she said, like, you don't even know what's happening. And he's, like, yeah, I don't know. He's, like, this has nothing to do with you. Um... And she's like, I told you to fucking leave already. And he's like, yeah, you told me. And she's just like screaming, just leave, just leave, just leave. Like throwing dirt at him to make him walk away. Uh, over and over and over and over and over again. And yeah, it's it's such a good scene, dude. And the voice actress again. Um, I don't want to play the recording because I just don't want to get copyright strike. Mm-hmm. But yeah, of her just like screaming, leave and leave. And then finally breaking down crying. And then looking back at Luffy and just saying, just saying, help me. Like, Luffy. Like, Luffy, help me. And it's like, dude, holy shit. That this shot of Luffy is so good, dude. With, like, the shadow yeah. on, over his eyes and shit. Like, oh, my God, dude. Holy it's shit. Like takes his hat off and puts yeah. it on her. Yeah. Doesn't say a word. Doesn't say a word. Walks away and just fucking screams, of course I will. And then that's it, dude. It's just like, of course I will. And then she realizes that, yeah, like, Luffy doesn't let anyone touch his hat, right? And the fact that he put it on mm-hmm. her head and all that symbolizes, like, she's his treasure too. And all that shit, like, and all that shit, like. And then, <laughs> then Luffy just starts walking. This sick music starts playing. Like, dun, 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 dun. And all the boys are ready to go. Even Usopp got a cool pose. <laughs> Even fucking Usopp got a cool pose, dude. Yeah, the music music's so good. The bounty hunters have blocked off the entrance to Arlong Park. Because they're like, some men are coming. 
to deal with this. Um, and yeah, this whole scene is so good too, of the walk all the way to Arlong Park. Because uh, the fucking boys are they're they're coming, dude. Because now they've been they let the dogs out, right? Like mm-hmm. she gave them permission to help, and and they're, and they're they're gonna do something about it. Yeah, it's just holy shit! What an episode! What a scene! It's yeah, it's probably like I imagine it's one of the most iconic scenes in anime. But, in yes, general. dude. Where he like, takes off his hat and puts it on Nami. Yes, it yeah. is an incredibly iconic scene. Like I can't, when I saw, it, I was like, "Fucking genius, dude!" Like everything with the stabbing, the screaming, and because you like feel the rage just like boil over in the voice actress and like in what she's doing to herself. Then not yeah, and then Luffy like just watching, and eventually stopping and putting the hat on her and all that shit. Her asking for help as soon as she asks for help, he's like, "Okay." I'll go take care of him. And <laughs> Luffy walks up, of course. First thing he does is break down the fucking door. And he's like, who's Arlong? These next episodes, of course, <laughs> is the fight. Right? Which, overall, like, I like, they're fine. These episodes, like, the build-up was probably more of everything, if anything. Um, this is probably, like, the... <laughs> this is actually probably the part of the arc I like the least. Um... Other than, like, him walking up and just punching Arlong. Very, very good. Like, I love that shit. Of just, like, Luffy not caring. Walking, like, who hurt my friend? And then just punching him. Right? Um, but it is, you know... It's a lot of... I mean, it's, it's a bunch of episodes. It's, still like, three or four episodes of, like, 1v1s, basically. At this point. Right. Um... But yeah, it's just Luffy is mad like that they've hurt Nami. Um, and yeah, like this first episode is them coming in. They punch Arlong and he just sits in the rubble for like two episodes. Like it's his throne, like he belongs there. Um, they Momu finally shows up because they call him back to help out. Um, but it, it it it's all fucked up and beat up. Because of what happened earlier in the in this the arc, yeah, he sees Momu immediately sees Sanji, and and Luffy, and immediately he just turns around like, no, nah, I don't want to do this. <laughs> no, nah, like, dude. It's like no, they kick the shit out of me, man. It's like Momu, where are you going? Stop. But the only thing that stops Momu is Arlong going. Momu, what are you doing? Where are you going? Momu's face is like terrified to shit right which really sets off like how scary arlong is mm-hmm. um so momu just like has no choice he has it, it has to fight or it will get killed by arlong so it comes at luffy and you know they're fighting all the dudes luffy has this dumbass idea of like <sighs> god damn it he like spins himself up like a helicopter Right, but he plants his feet into the ground where he's like stuck himself into the ground so he won't move clearly and he can spin and grabs Momu and spins him like a helicopter and like shoots him out into space. <laughs> right, it's like he it's all him out. he like eated him out, which is all funny and incredible. But fucking Luffy, you idiot. Because what about part C of this plan? But here in a bit, it'll be revealed. But yeah, Luffy's just like, uh. I can't move. Uh, and he's, like, being real quiet about it. He's not telling anyone. But he's constantly, like, 
trying to pull his legs out. And, um, like, Luffy's getting hit by all these attacks and shit. And they're like, why aren't you dodging? He's like, I can't move. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, I can't see. Because he got hit by an oil attack in the eye. And, like, everyone's like... They're also like... Yeah, good. He's like, oh, what the hell, Luffy? You're so stupid. (laughs) Yeah, they're all like... Like, why is our captain such a freaking idiot, dude? Like, every time. And they're just like... What, what, you're making this more difficult than it needs to be. Yes, it seems I've wound up falling one hell of an idiot of a captain. Zoro's like, agreed. Um, it's really funny, because they all know, like, oh my god, Luffy's so stupid. This is, this is also Usopp's first time seeing, like, Sanji fight, too. Oh, yeah, that's why he was like, he's awesome! Because, yeah, this is the first time Usopp saw Sanji fight. Um, but yeah, it's just, they're trying to get Luffy unstuck. And uh, Zoro's like, hey, I'll take on the Octopus guy. And and Sanji will take on the the shark guy. And then there's like blue face dude that caught Sanji earlier in the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, R- R- Usopp? Yeah. And like Usopp just runs away, right? And that guy's just chasing after. And then he sees the villagers and he's going to stop and attack them. But then Usopp just fucking shoots him in the face with a firebomb. And just, again, makes him chase after him. So Usopp, all he's doing is, like, baiting this guy and running away. And then um, Arlong's like, alright, well, let's play a game. And Arlong picks up, breaks the the concrete that Luffy's stuck to. And, like, is gonna throw him in the water. Because he knows that... (laughs) Yeah, Arlong picks him up and Luffy fucking bites him. Um... This is really good. <laughs> I was like, what I the was fuck? like ah, yeah, Alexis, yeah. Alexis face is like, what? You're fighting me? What the hell? But his plan is, I'm gonna go throw Luffy in the water, and you guys are gonna have a few minutes to save him. You have to beat my generals, in- so you can save him. Right, because um, Luffy can't swim. Because he saw that he used rubber. He knows what a gu- he knows what not a gum gum. He knows what the, the devil, devil fruits fruit. are, and the fact that it has a weakness, right? And yes. I'm I'm not sure if it's clear. It's specifically So I imagine how I think it would work. Is it depending on the fruit type or like or is everyone weakness to see? Right? Every, like everyone cannot swim. No matter what, like because I thought like, oh maybe there's a fruit for I know it's like thematically makes sense because most of the world in this world is like water, I guess. And it's a bunch of islands. Um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of pirates clearly, but I was wondering is like, is there other weaknesses people have or something? But it, yeah, I, I, I guess it is all. Only I mean, to see. like everyone has their weaknesses, right? Cause you know, Luffy, he, he can, he can deflect bullets and, but, but he, he can be cut. Nice. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, there's basic principles like that, but everyone who all the devil fruit users cannot swim. Oh, that okay, is okay. the one. That, that is, is the, the drawback. That's the yeah. one. Double fruits. Okay. Yeah, that's the drawback to them. Um, like you know, just whatever you got. And then maybe the and maybe they do this later in the series. If if Luffy were to jump in a pool of fresh water, or does it have to be? I guess it just it just says it does can't swim, right? Right. It, it's like if he's submerged in water, like his their body freezes up. Oh, they can't okay, move. Okay. It's like they're paralyzed. So they have to be. So submerged. they would just sink. They I would hit... be. They would sink in the water. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. But of course, he, of course, they can drink water and they can get splashed. And they're like, okay, oh no, I'm sense. wet. But like, but yeah, if they're submerged in water, they like freeze up and they can't move. Yeah, I was thinking like, what if you hit them with a squirt bottle of salt water? Does it like make them feel weaker <laughs> or something? No, it's it's nothing it's like, like that. Man, maybe I don't know. Like if it's raining, I feel a little not incapacitated, but I feel weaker. Right. Um. Okay. Right. That makes more sense. Um. That clears it up a bit. But yeah, I was thinking, like, what do you come at this guy with a water hose? Like, what do you, what would we do? Because yeah, it's revealed later. Like, once they're submerged, like he he can't struggle, he can't move, he can't do anything. Right? He's exactly he is completely dunzo. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. he some more would have to go fishy about like he's suggesting. It's like y'all need to get him out of there, or else he's, yeah, he's not gonna make it. And of course he'll drown. Yeah, yeah and, and uh, Arlong throws his ass in there. Um, not like instant death. No, I mean, how long can he really hold his breath, right? Um, so what are we're on episode thirty nine? Luffy submerged. Zoro versus Hachan the octopus. Um, really, like Zoro was incredibly powerful, right? Like he is crazy strong. The issue is that he's still fucked up by Mihawk. This whole arc, oh, yeah. like he probably could have taken Arlong on his own very easily. If he had three swords and was not dying, basically. <laughs> but yeah, it's this episode of um, Zoro fighting this octopus guy who uses sword as well and shit. But Zoro's like barely, barely like standing up at this point. He's, he's very like gimped right now. Yeah, he's like nerfed to the ground right now because he's been fucked up by Mihawk and never properly healed. So he's like passing out and shit so yeah like that's that's what happening in, in this episode here and Zoro was just like powering through it basically it's a whole episode of him like powering through it um the villagers since everyone else is busy the villagers mainly nojiko and the village leader go to help luffy because they are smart people and of course you would go help them while everyone else is distracted but um sanji got kicked out of the arena earlier and he's just kind of smoking, thinking about what happened. And this gives time for the 1v1 to happen, basically. And, yeah, uh, Zoro's taking... The two bounty hunters throw their swords at Zoro, so he can have three swords again. Because his other two swords were broken by Mihawk. So he has um, Kurunai's sword? Kurunai? What, what's her face's sword? His his friend's sword? Kuina. Kuina. Yeah, Kuina. Yeah. Kuina's sword, and then, like, two random blades a little flashback to kuina because he's like i'm i'm gonna be the strongest and i think he does a new move on this octopus guy and beats the shit out of him and yeah he he beats octopus man basically but basically the whole episode is hey zoro's super fucked up and nerfed right he's like nerfed to the ground because he's so messed up he's like struggling to fight this one this one like crappy general right like these guys are not that strong actually uh, it cuts back to Nami who's just kind of been ending to her wound that she uh, she uh-huh. did herself oh yeah she did actually like patch herself up she says okay I'm, I'm done crying and now she's going towards Arlong Park um, the villagers maybe as I noted here uh, probably the only smart people so far in the series grab Luffy's head yeah. and stretch it out of the water <laughs> they're trying to break him out of the concrete that he stuck himself in. Uh, so he's not no longer drowning, but he's not 
he's like unconscious. Sanji jumps into the water, um, but the, they're they're mermen, they're fishmen. They fight the the guys fight better in, underwater, right? And, and that's what this next episode is about. Prod Wars, Sanji and Usopp's fierce battles. It's their one v ones. Sanji fighting the shark men underwater. He does he does shark karate. <laughs> that's how he describes it. He's like fish man karate is the best karate type of shit. But he's like, not so, lying. I, I imagine like maybe there's gonna be more characters, right? I imagine we're gonna bump into more fishmen down the line, um, and see what they can do, what their culture's like and shit. Because all we got is like a bit of Arlong at this point. The way Sanji wins is that the 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 he breathes air, which is really gross when you think about it. The, the guy's gills are exposed, right? And that's of course how fish breathe underwater. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sanji makes out with his gills and breathes water air into yeah. him, and he's just and then he starts the, the guy starts drowning or reverse drowning. What do you what do you call a fish out of water? <laughs> I don't know. Dude. Suffocating, like, I guess suffocating would be the right word. Well, it's like he he needs the water to fil- filter out the oxygen, so, yeah. so he can so he can breathe underwater. And Sanji just fucked it up. So yeah, he he couldn't breathe anymore. Yeah, yeah by blowing blowing air in there, he's just not breathing right, and it fucked him up. Yeah, which makes them go out of water again, where Sanji can actually fight. And as soon as Sanji can actually fight, he kicks the shit out of this dude. I think at this point, Luffy or both generals are down, and Arlong's pissed. All his brothers have been knocked out, and he's fucking pissed. And they're like, oh, we need to go save Luffy. But I don't think Arlong's going to let us go down there. Uh, it, it cuts eventually to Usopp, who was, uh, who was fighting that dude, other guy. He Mr. got shot Big Lips. By, yeah, Mr. Big Lips here. He got shot by a water bullet, and he's playing dead with like a bottle of ketchup or some shit. But he's playing dead, right? And like the guy thinks he's dead. He's like walking away. And Usopp has, again, like another moment, right? Because he's, like you described, he's the... He is the weak out of the men, right? He's the weakest one because he's like the freshest. He's the yeah. newest, right? Because right. every, everyone else has a name to them or has been trained for a long time. He's just some kid from an island, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's never had actual combat training or anything like that. Um, he doesn't have a rubber power, um, but he's, he starts getting upset with himself of like, how can I face my friends and let that guy go back to them? After like all they did, like he he's upset that he would like give up and and run away. Like he's he's ashamed of himself, and he sees his little pirate crew and that girl he likes, and he just stands up and calls the dude out. He's like, "Come back at me, you fish bastard!" And um, the guy comes at him, dude. He full sprints at had his ass. Sanji's trying to get his or not Sanji Usopp. Sorry, Usopp's trying to get a shot off, and the dude just. Decks him in the face, man. This is where look at his nose, man. Uh. Uh. Oh my god, so gross, dude. It's so fucked up. It's so messed up. Like his poor, like it's all mm-hmm. crooked and jacked up. Um, Usopp gets up, and he still has a couple tricks under his sleeve. He um, what does he do first? He he hits his knee with a hammer. And tries to shoot a rubber band, which makes him the idiot cover his eyes. And then Usopp just disappears immediately. Um, he's hiding in the woods. 
he then throws a bottle at him. The guy catches it. Immediately Usopp shoots it to break the bottle all over him. Um, and then the guy starts sucking up water and he's going to like machine gun fire because he could shoot like water like bullets. And he's just mm-hmm. machine gun firing at Usopp. And, and then he finally like finds an opening and he reveals that he threw, al- he threw alcohol at him and he's going to shoot a fire pellet at the guy. So Usopp shoots the guy and yeah, he catches fire. And he starts burning alive. The guy runs for water. Um, he he sucked up all the water, so he has to go find some. Yeah, yeah, he has to go find some. And uh, Usopp runs behind him as he's running, and just bashes this guy's head in with a hammer. Let's see if I can get that shot. I oh, look at his crinkly nose. Dude. It's so gross. Yeah, the, the guy starts running for water, and Usopp comes behind him like super fast because he's a fast runner. And just knocks the crap out of him with a giant hammer. And this knocks the guy out. Um, Usopp's like, yeah, I won. But realizes the guy's still not out. So he walks up to him and bashes his head in like 20 times. <laughs> calling his Usopp hammer move. Until I until he murders the guy, I guess. And just bashes his head in. But Usopp's like, yeah, I did it. I won. So I can do it too if I try. Um, which is really good. It, it cuts back to Arlong, Arlong. and he's and he's completely fucked up. Zoro and Sanjay already like off screen. He like he never does this again, but he picks up water and like shoots it like bullets just by like throwing it. Only time he, he does it is here against these two. Never does it again. But yeah, the, these guys are jacked up and and they're trying to trying to beat Arlong. Because, like, this all could have been avoided if Luffy wasn't an idiot. But here they are trying to, like, break Luffy's ass out from his own mistake. And Nami finally arrives. And the next episode is episode 41. Luffy at full power. Nami's determination and the straw hat. Basically, Nami arrives and Arlong looks at her and says, You have two choices. If you happily come to the Arlong Pirates... I have to kill these guys. I'm going to kill them. But if you join me again, I will spare your village. And, like, we'll act like nothing happened. But if you um, say no, I'll kill the whole village. He's, like, giving her an option, right? Yeah, an ultimatum. Yeah, like, an ultimatum. Because, like, she clearly sees these people. They're losing. Um, And she's, like, thinking about everything they went through. And then she eventually turns everyone and says, please die with me. Which is a really cool scene. Of like, no, nah, I'm not gonna put up with your shit. And she tells everyone like, "Hey, we're gonna die here today." And the village is like, "Hell yeah!" Like, screw our log, basically, right? She she might as well say to say, uh, "Tonight we dine in hell." Yeah, tonight That's we it. dine yeah. in hell. And then uh, I think Luffy finally starts breathing, and uh, they finally like actually resuscitate him, but he's still submerged. He still can't break himself out, but he is conscious. Zoro gets up and he's like, I'm going to take on Arlong while, while um, Sanji tries to break out Luffy. And yeah, it's just this fight between Zoro and Arlong. Not much really. Like Arlong kind of hands his ass in. Yeah. There's also a very good scene here with Zoro and Arlong. Yeah. I think that thing coming up on it where he like rips the bandages off. Yeah. 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 It's really good. Uh, San- uh, Usopp arrives, but he's just like, "I got your back, Zoro." But he's like, 
way the fuck out there. Yeah. Uh, but he's just being annoying the Arlong, and that's what he's doing. Um, one of the Ar- one of the Arlongus is still alive, and chases after Sanji. Uh, Arlong is using his his, his freaking nose as a sword, and is fighting Zoro. Eventually, Arlong like captures Zoro, like holding him up by the neck. He's like trying to figure out what's up with Zoro's bandages, and he rips them all off. He's like, mm-hmm. well, "What's going on here?" He's like, "Do you, do you follow something?" Yeah, he rips them off and sees what Zoro's dealing with, and this look on Arlong's face is so sick of him being like, "What the fuck? Like, wh- how are you alive?" Type shit. He's like, "What is this scar? What what would do this to you?" And of Nami course, hasn't seen this either. Yeah. All these people who hadn't seen the fight with Mihawk. Yeah, like, don't have no idea. Yeah, how can you still be alive with a body like this? This is the first time, any, like, everyone's seen this shit. And even mm-hmm. Arlong's like, what the fuck? And this is, like, a little black and white, because I guess it can't show it fully in Japan either. Basically, like, 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 my dude over here is barely stitched together like Frankenstein, dude. And Zoro's, like, laughing. Is like proud of it kind of weird thing. Mm-hmm. And then um Arlong's like it's like I need to kill this guy right here, right now. He's like scared of Zoro. Mm-hmm. Is that these are these are not the eyes of someone who's dying. That like, he's a man I need to kill for sure. Right here and right now. Like he realizes Zoro was a threat and if Zoro was not fucked up right now. Mm-hmm. Th- there would be no Arlong at this point. Like he is, he is lucky he's fighting Zoro right now at this point. And it's a really cool scene. Um, the guy who's chasing after Sanji, his, his wound, basically, it's like a fake out because he's like chasing Sanji, but his wounds broke open back up, and he gets fucking knocked out again, anyways. And it's just like a little line. Zoro says, "Like we won." Sanji breaks him out. He's like, "To go kick the shark bastard's ass, you damn idiot!" And like Luffy's body's like launching like a rocket ship, and he's yelling, "It's coming!" Because he's like getting fucking super la- launched, and he gets launched into the air like hundreds of feet. And he's just like, "I'm back!" And even Sanji had a line of like, "You made this way more difficult than it needed to be, you, you damn idiot, Captain!" And um, yeah, everyone's happy like. Luffy's in the air, launching. Then he arm stretch. He sees Zoro. Arm stretches to grab Zoro and swap places ah. with him. And he just fucking throws Zoro into the sky. Who's wounded. And everyone's calling Luffy an idiot. But immediately, Luffy's going in, dude. Immediately starts kicking the shit out of Arlong. Doing a bunch of punches and kicks. And of course, like, Arlong plays it off like, oh, did you do something? Because he's a tough dude. You're going to have to do a lot more than gum gum barrage or whatever. Uh, Zoro, oh, I like Luffy's stretching here as well. Um, it's just a really funny. Uh, there's also a scene where Zoro arrives and calls, <laughs> says he's going to kill Luffy. But yeah, <laughs> I like how Luffy just stretches here. It's just so dumb looking. It's like, oh, this is the guy who's going to beat the shark man. This is like. Stretch Armstrong, motherfucker. And yeah, and everyone just sits down. They're just chilling now. Like, they have complete faith Luffy's gonna win. And Arlong is, of course, trying to bite Luffy because he's a shark man. 
and his jaws are like enough to break like buildings and shit, right? Like they have crazy amount of power. And next episode, explosion fishmen are along fierce assault from the sea. Like there's a really good scene where Luffy grabs a bunch of swords and starts swinging at Arlong just to get him to like, I think he bites down on the swords to clench his jaw. And Luffy just fucking decks him in the chin to like break his teeth. Man, everyone's like, holy shit, he broke his fucking teeth. But Arlong is a shark and can regrow teeth at will pretty much. And he does this thing where he grows multiple sets of teeth, pulls them out and uses them like, little clamps and this is how he fights <laughs> he's gonna get the clamps <laughs> yeah he has little clamps and he just like yeah he uses them like brass knuckles i guess i don't know how you would describe he's trying to bite him he's yeah. trying to bite him he, with this detachable he, teeth he basically has mouths on his hands yeah and that's how he's fighting luffy right now but it's so funny how he's like clacking them and like doing little mm-hmm. little poses yeah uh, luffy just does Rubber man shit and starts kicking the shit out of Arlong again. Uh, Luffy steals one of the teeth and puts put it puts it in his mouth, but Luffy doesn't have a sh- the shark draw strength, so like it doesn't do anything. And then was like Luffy, stop fucking playing around. <laughs> I'm not playing around. So he's just he's just an idiot. And he does ah, bite just... Arlong pretty good with them once, um, but Luffy gets bit once as well. He pulls out a pair of jaws out of him. <laughs> How do you like your own teeth? And he's like laughing at Arlong. And I think Arlong does get a bite in on Luffy, but Luffy's so damn strong. He's like, it's it's not um immediately chopping him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it's like biting into a tire, I imagine, right? Because he's a rubber man. <laughs> yeah. Like a super tough tire with muscles. So Arlong's not getting through immediately, but he grabs Arlong by the head and then like does a step down and just slams the shit out of him into the ground, which is a really good, really good cut. And yeah, um, next Arlong does the next thing where he jumps into the water and starts like doing dives at Luffy, basically. Dark darts. Yeah. He, like, he just like spears at him, basically. Let's see. Yeah. He's just shooting like a crazy person. Basically, like he moves so fast in water that when he flies out, it it, it just it does a ton of damage. And like he lands on the ground, like and he's using his nose, right? But yeah, he, he's diving at Luffy like a shark. But this goes on for a while. Luffy is eventually able to deflect it, but like weaving his. Fingers together. Oh, it's so creepy how his fingers extend like that. It's so weird. Okay. He like makes a net and is able to like repel Arlong. And then he does that and like stops Arlong midair and does his little like spear kick shit and again kicks the shit out of Arlong. Arlong like wakes up and has like crazy killer eyes, like the sea monsters that people were describing. And like no one's ever seen Arlong that pissed before. Arlong like punches into the building. And, like, pulls out a fucking, like, big-ass saw sword. Shark saw is what it's called. It's, like, his iconic weapon, I guess. Back in his day. Because he never really used oh, it until yeah. now. This is great. Yeah, but th- this is great, too. This move. Right here. Where he, he starts, like, trying to attack. And he starts spinning, like, a damn oh, buzzsaw yeah, yeah, going yeah, up yeah. the building. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
but they end up crashing into Nami's room, old room, or not old room. It's his, her current room. And he kind of explains to her, like, this is where he, like, made her draw all these sea charts and shit. Um, ne- next episode is End of the Fishman Empire. Nami's my friend. Uh, this is the last episode with Arlong, I think. But, yeah, it, it just opens up with them in that room. And Arlong is describing, like, Nami, like, she's my friend. She's my property. I use my friends, like, tools kind of thing. Like He's, like, having that dialogue, right? He's, like... Yeah. Is like I don't want to waste her talent. Like she's mine, and, she, and he uses that word as like oh, she's my friend, and all that shit. Um, he's clearly like distorted views of friendship. Um, but like he sees her as a tool to be used, and of course, like Luffy doesn't like that. He he like sees like Nami's old pen covered in blood, and he like a lot. I think this is where this is like the first time. Luffy assumes like what's actually going on here because so far like he doesn't know what who Arlong is what he did to her he was just asked to kick his shit in right but this is like him realizing like this is how much he actually hurt her and like how trapped she is or trapped she felt and all that shit right like he's finally getting the gist of like why this dude has such been a bad deal for him for her and of course, and it just sets Luffy off at that point. And he's like, I think it, he he starts wrecking the room, and wrecking because it's like a bunch of work Arlong has been holding on to because he's like planning to use it to like basically take over East Blue and wherever else he wants to go. But Luffy just starts destroying all their work. He's like. The reason she's not happy or like can't leave is because this room is here and he just starts destroying everything and Arlong's like no don't like he's freaking out that she's wrecking all their work um and Nami starts crying because she like realizes what's happening and yeah he's like Arlong's like I invested eight years into her and all that shit yeah and no one could see the fight they could just see like a bunch of explosions and Arlong finally like, gets a good bite in on Luffy, but Luffy just grabs his fucking nose and freaking yeah, this is where he finally says I finally had to figure it out how to save her and he like grabs Arlong's nose and just fucking snaps it dude, and then this pissed off Luffy, look from Luffy, she's like she can't go because this room is here again describing this as like her jail her jail cell and he's he's gonna wreck it, right it's really cool, it's a really cool look on Luffy as well like all this is, it's a, it's a good resolution to the whole fight and all that, right? Of like him pushing pushing him over the edge of being like, now nah, I'm gonna take him out, right? And it's one final move, right? It's he does like this shark drill, which is not super effective, I guess. It bites Luffy for like half a second, but Luffy does his crazy ass battle axe thing where he like shoots his foot hundred feet into the air and it comes slamming down. It's the same move he used. He said he would just destroy the Barati ship with. Well, he does it to Arlong mm. and gets a direct hit, and that that's the end of Arlong, right? He's just he's done on the ground, dude. He's splatted out, which I think they described that he is dead at some point. I imagine because they never really go into deaths, and sometimes it's really obvious. And like, you know, Kuro, they like let him go and all that shit. 
But mm-hmm. I think Arlong is fucking dead. And this building's falling on him. And I'm pretty sure the villagers would make sure he's dead too. So it looks like Arlong is donezo. And this um, Arlong Park, the building Arlong created for himself, starts crumbling down. Basically like signifying the end of his reign. <laughs> and a big ass um, piece of debris comes and hits Zara while he's sleeping. And getting rest but yeah the clouds start clearing like hey it, 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 it it's over or no one really knows who's won until luffy comes out of the debris and he like screams like luffy uh, nami is my friend or some shit like that which <laughs> is really good they're nakama is that what japanese japanese mean nakama is like it's an extreme bond. It's beyond like friendship yeah. and being a comrade. It's the highest form of bond between people you could probably get. Yeah, he, he screams out for that's, Nami. Yeah. For, for that's why he gets so upset when Arlog starts calling him like calling Nami his Nakama. Yeah, yeah. Because she really isn't. Yeah. And it's not a word that's used like lightly. Lightly, yeah. Okay, okay. But yeah, he, he calls out to Nami. And like she, she, you know, listens, obviously, and yeah, he he like solidifies like you are my friend, mm-hmm. like I'll fucking do anything for you. <laughs> this is a really nice scene. She's like, okay, she's like crying a little bit. She's like, yeah, I am, and, and it's really good. Yeah, and the whole conclusion is incredible. Everyone's happy. Um. Mr. Mouseman Mouseman tries to come back and he's like trying to collect the bounty on Arlong too. He's like, fuck yeah, dude, I'll get like this money too. What a lucky day today is. But like, what is he thinking? Was he thinking he's just going to walk in and no one's going to do anything? Of course people are going to kick the shit out of him. Like Zora shows up and immediately he's like, don't ruin people's fun, dude. And they immediately beat the shit out of him. And Nami's like, you're going to give me my money back. And... They 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 oblige clearly. Because like clearly they couldn't take out Arlong, but these guys did. What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, he, he's just a pushover. But uh, this leads to like the Marine guy runs away, but he knows who Luffy is now, right? This is like the first time Luffy's had a name for himself, and uh, that that builds up to the next episodes. Yeah, he he goes back to the thing. So. Are these the phones? These fucking snail things? Oh, that's why <laughs> right. you don't know. Yes, oh, dude, dude. That's how they communicate. Okay. So, so there's an episode later where someone else is talking to someone else thinking there's someone else. Um, mm-hmm. Do these snail... It doesn't come out in their voice, right? It's just the snail talking? Does it actually... Uh, is it their, their like, sound of their voice come through or is it just like a generic voice? Or is it just like a walkie-talkie where it's hard to tell, I guess? Is it, is it unclear, all, right? I, it's it's kind of, like, for me, it's kind of hard to explain. All the people that I've seen, like, I, I don't know if it if you can really tell from this scene, since this is the first time it's ever been, like, shown. But mm-hmm. there's these snails are the main source of communicating. In the world. In right. the world, exactly. And so people will call, like, say, I call you, and then... Like the snail will take like an image like of me, so you know you're kind of like talking to me, okay, right? And so 
if uh, they they kind of like pick up the character traits of whoever's like talking. I don't I don't know if that's just something that they they do. I can't really remember. Or is like maybe or, later. Or if it's just something. I imagine these cells will yeah, come up again, better, yeah. multiple times. Oh yeah, yeah. This, I mean, like I said, this is how they communicate with each other. <laughs> yeah, I was like, these are the fucking foes. These poor snails, up, dude? dude. Poor snails are like enslaved. Yeah, I don't know what they're called. Holy shit! I forgot that you don't know about the damn snails. Yeah, like, people like by now, people's like, yeah, they're just they're just there, like exist. That's how this world works. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, he sends over a picture of Luffy. But it's a pretty good picture of like Luffy doing the peace sign, mm-hmm. and he's like, "That's that's the best one you got of him." Yep, or he's not doing peace sign. It's, it's like him waving, and who's yeah. up there? The back of Usopp's head is oh, there. Oh God, dude! <laughs> yeah, Usopp's later is like, is like, I use the like, I'm on a wanted poster. So this next episode does not exist in Four Kids. The resolution to the Arlong arc and them celebrating just straight not straight up not in four kids. They like just cut the episode. I guess there's like too much drinking and shit or something. But yeah, it's just a hundred percent gone. It doesn't show Nami getting her tattoo or them leaving or Zoro finally getting healed properly. <laughs> it's just gone. Did you ever see this episode? I don't remember it, dude. Yeah, it's like it's a big party, like in the, in the city, like everyone's celebrating. This is where Nami gets her now iconic tattoo, right? Of the pinwheel and the uh, tangerine. Did you know it was pinwheel and tangerine? But this is the shows her scarf when she fucked herself up earlier. But she gets a replacement tattoo, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and people visit Belmare's grave. and I mean, it's not like a necessary episode, but it's a nice like little wrap-up to the arc. Um, Nami leaves all the money behind for the village. Right? Clearly, she would do that. There's a couple of flashbacks of her you know, saying thank you to Belmare. And her dream mm-hmm. is to... Her dream and goal, just like everyone on the ship has a goal, is to draw a map of the whole world, right? She wants to explore the whole world, um, which she sets out to do with Luffy and crew, which it's not clear if she's joining them. Of course, she's joining them, obviously. But um, <laughs> but um, they're like, we're getting ready to leave. And like, like we, we, Sanji's like, where's Nami? And, they're, and, everyone, and they're like, I don't know. She's probably staying. He's like, what? Ninety-eight percent of the reason I am here is not going to be on this ship. And he's like, what about my happiness? <laughs> <laughs> then ninety-eight, ninety-eight point seventy-two percent of the of my reason for being on the boat is gone. <laughs> it's like, what's the other percent and, and thirty if points to go to the the all blue? Yeah, the all blue. <laughs> um, Nami is like standing at. Like very far away from everyone, everyone finally sees her, and and she just yells to Luffy, "Pull up anchor, let's go!" And basically, like she's trying to leave without having everyone thank her and say goodbye. Mm-hmm. She's just like, "Get the fuck out of there," because um, she just doesn't want that type of goodbye, I guess. And like, and being properly thanked for everything she's done, 
So she's just like bolting and sprinting and running and weaving and jumps on the ship. While she was doing that, she robbed everyone's wallets. So she <laughs> stole everyone's money, but she did leave them 100 million berries. So whatever. <laughs> like they're fine. And it cuts back to why the dude always wore the pinwheel. This made ha- Nami happy when she was a kid. And it reveals where she got the tattoo idea from. And that is the end of the Arlong arc. Again, I think I love the build up to it a lot more than like like the fights. I mean, the fights were just like fights, right? They're they were good. Um, Luffy being an idiot is kind of like what drags it down a bit. Of like, oh, they're just trying to break Superman out this whole fucking time. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it works, right? Like when he finally comes out and beats the shit out of Arlong, it's great. But like, you're wanting that for a very long time, right? You're you're ready for that to happen. Um. But everything prior, right, it's like just the whole build up to eventually her breaking down, being like, please help me. And even a little bit of them arriving and all that shit. It's incredible. Like, I again, no doubt that is one of the most iconic scenes in anime history. Like, holy shit. Um, yeah, it, it sold me on the show. When we'll see another good villain like that at that level. I mean, I don't know. Right. Um, this next one seems like he's probably going to be in that. The one I am currently at, because there's a couple arcs, seems like he's a fucking giant asshole. Yeah, I do. But, I do um, want to ask. Uh, yeah, what do you think? What do you think of the Fishmen as a whole? Um, I think it's a cool idea. Like, it opens up the world a lot more, right? Because initially, I thought right. it was just all humans, mm-hmm. right? Like, I thought it was just humans. That means there could be Fishmen. There could be all sorts of shit out there that I don't know about, right? right? Um, it just shows that the world's a lot bigger than I initially mm-hmm. thought. It's not just going to be human pirates and stuff. Yeah, exactly. What about Arlong's crew? What do you think? What do What do you think of them? I, th- I, of course, his crew is kind of like no one, right? From except for like the three main ones. I think right. the three main ones are like kind of lame in a lot of ways. There's yeah. no one that really stands out, but Arlong himself carries. That whole crew, right. um, so I imagine. Don't yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So I imagine like a better villain that would top Arlong would have a sick ass crew with him as mm-hmm. well that are just as iconic, right? That's kind of what I'm looking for at this point, right? Go ahead. It's like what I'm getting at <clears throat> is that they definitely don't seem like as bad people as Arlong is. No, Arlong it's... is just like driven by hate, and he is a very mean dude but yeah. the other guys especially like when the octopus dude was like talking to son to zoro yeah hachi yeah he doesn't he's like, care oh, that he's, he's chill human. dude yeah he doesn't yeah, care he doesn't he's care. human he's, or anything he's, he's just, just like chill dude he doesn't see him as an enemy he's just like yeah i'm feeding my big cow pet he didn't come mm-hmm. waiting on him mm-hmm. and then the other guy's just like an honorable like karate dude yeah, he's just like following on the blue guy, you don't really—he's kind of more of a dick, I guess. So you don't really get much out of him. Yeah. Um, but the other two generals like seem just like level-headed, I guess. Or yeah. I mean, Hachi, Hachi, whatever, was stupid as shit. But right. Like, so you get you you know that nice. like that Arlong that not not all fishmen are like are as spiteful as Arlong. Right? I mean, I wouldn't assume. I mean, I guess that's what you would think, right? After this. But yeah, like, I, yeah, I guess you wouldn't assume at a certain point that Arlong is just like, oh, I hate people and stuff. And then all the rest of his crew is just like, yeah, they're, they're OK, whatever. I'm just following the captain. 
Yeah, I mean, they're like they're all kind of big pieces. There's other ones that like along that side are along that like agree with them, right? Like, yeah. there's a lot of pieces, of but they're the ones who get knocked out immediately, right? Mm-hmm. Like they don't have any lines. I mean, he, he he's a master following for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he like hates humans and shit, and it's very clear he has some sort of issues with it. The other guys just seem to be like following their captain. But did didn't they say like Arlong was working for someone else, and then he just left to do his own thing? I thought yeah. that's sort of they said like he was under one of the seven lords or whatever the fuck the warlords yeah yeah and then he just kind of broke off yeah which... i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get too into it but yes arlong thought... arlong d- did belong to a different per yeah. to a was... different faction or whatever and then he went off to go do his thing which is kind of funny right it's like oh we're at this high level area uh well, i'm gonna go fuck up these lobies over here these blue and take that over because i can't do shit here probably He's not like crazy powerful, right? He's not fucking Mihawk type shit. No, but he's not like at all, dude. he's like the he was Arlong powerful in terms of like his Mihawk. presence kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. But based off against like a warlord, he he would stand no chance. Yeah, he would be like a grunt compared to them. But he was he was more dangerous because of his charisma and presence, and like mm-hmm. he was actually like very smart in how he was doing things and running things. Get a little mad every now and then, but. The he knew what he, he knew what he was doing. As well, makes him a lot more powerful than like a regular ass person. Oh yeah, it's like a sh- yeah. People kept saying like the shark ones are strong, or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but yeah, um, episode forty-five. It's just like <laughs> Luffy getting a bounty on his head, and everyone. It goes flashing back. Like I'm really not going to talk much about this episode. It just flashes back to everyone that they've met so far, and they all see. Luffy has a uh, 30 million berry bounty now. Like, he's oh, famous that, now. Now that he's wanted, he's a wanted man. Yeah, he's a wanted man. And eventually, like, the big thing is it gets, it gets to Shanks at some point. Mihawk shows it to him, and they all celebrate. And they're like, yeah, my boy Luffy. And they they just throw a party. Like, that's really it. But, yeah, that, that's the, like the, literally the whole episode. Is like, hey, they have a bounty now. And some people might be going after him. Shows a little glimpse of Buggy. Shows a little glimpse of Alvita. And that's where it goes. 46 is Buggy's. It's like a and filler. But yeah, go ahead. There are some recurring episodes. Every time like the bounty goes up, everybody oh, yeah. sees it. The, the new posters are distributed, distributed. And they're like, my man Luffy. Look at him now. My man Luffy. He's getting up there. Uh, 46 is Little Buggy's Adventure. I really don't remember much about it, but, but it's basically how Buggy got his body back. Right? And Buggy's like a little shrimpling. He meets Gilmon. What's like that famous thief name? Oh, Gormon. <clears throat> Gormon. There we go. Um, Because Gilmon is the red Digimon. Um, But yeah, the, the, he meets him. And then eventually and lands at Captain Alvita's ship. Who has at that point eaten the smooth, smooth fruit, and she is a hot lady now? Because I guess it, it changes. Does it explain why she's skinny now? It's it's her fruit power. It just I thought it just made her smooth. It's <laughs> it, uh it, yeah it's a it's a pretty like niche power, but yeah it is a side effect of the side effect of the fruit, that, of the fruit. Able, that she can do this. Okay. But Captain Alvita came back, which I was surprised. 
Because I thought she was just like a one-off whoever the fuck. Episode one, right? But yeah, it it is just Buggy getting his body back at a certain point. Everyone thought Buggy was dead. Here's Richie. And um, Buggy is complete again. Yeah, again, it's just another episode. Like, I don't think these episodes are too important. I don't really remember much about them at all. And again, it's just Buggy getting his body back and his crew back. And there's really not much to it. Um, Eventually, we end up at Lugetown. This is where the King of the Pirates got executed, right? I think so. Lugetown, yeah. Yeah, they were out of this town. It's like the last town before the the Grand Line. And they're like, all right, hey, let's stop here and get some shit before we go. Um, of course, no one has money but Nami. Luffy's like, I'm going to go see where that dude was executed and runs off. Sanji just being, you know, Sanji. Usopp gets duped by a guy to buy a bunch of bullshit. And this is where Captain Smoker comes in, who is probably the first... Other than Alvita, he's like the first Marine we've seen. With Alvita a... isn't a Marine. No, that's what I'm saying. This guy's the first Marine that oh, we've yeah, yeah, seen yeah. with a uh, with a fruit power. They eventually describe it. it's called yes. smoke, smoke fruit or some shit. Yeah, dude. Oh, that's a good scene. He's like, oh, like he's scary and stuff, but he's like oh, super yeah. sweet still. Like, drop your ice cream cone, kid. Here, yeah, go buy, one. go buy yourself another one. Yeah, it shows that he's not actually a bad guy because so far all the Marines have been assholes. Yeah, um, he's got all the cigars and stuff, like a like a yeah. damn bullet belt on <laughs> yeah, his arms yeah, and yeah. stuff. Um, and he's a very but, menacing dude. He's a menacing looking. He's strong I, too, right? But he's I not. I hate his weapon, dude. It sucks. What is it? It's like a. It's, it's like a, like a kunai or not a kunai. Well, the the thing is like the tuning fork. J- Japan, Japan, and pl- or. Police Japan back in the day, like in the Edo period and stuff. Oh. This is what they would carry on them, and it's supposed to help protect against like katanas and stuff. Yeah, it's a weapon catch specifically made to like counter katanas. Yeah, because you would catch the katana here or something. I but imagine. his is a lot larger. Like they're not supposed to be that big. Oh, okay. They're like the, about the size of a Bowie knife. They're kind of small, like the real ones are. But yeah, his is his is big just because anime. Like, <laughs> you gotta have an oversized version of whatever anime. Um... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we meet Smoker. He bumps into Luffy, who he thinks is a nobody, but they but he hasn't received the new wanted posters yet. So like he just like lets him go. Um, Zoro bumps into a girl that looks exactly like uh, what did we say, Kuina? Yes, but his subordinate. Yeah, his, yeah, the the person he used to fight with and train with. Um, but it's just some girl who works for the Marines, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but she looks dead on like her, and it freaks him the fuck out. He accidentally breaks her glasses. I think, I think in the like four kids dub, like I, I remember I was like, man, is is that her? Because like you said, she didn't die mm-hmm. in the in the four kids dub. Yeah, no, it's not her. Right. Clearly, at a certain so point, so it played like, off a little bit better. It's uh, like, oh, maybe this is her. Maybe this oh, is actually yeah, this is her when she grown up. Oh yeah, because she didn't die in the four kids. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's true. I would be fucking. That would throw you off so hard. It did. It did throw me off. Yeah, no, that that girl's dead. Apparently, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's that, not her. That that I know of, anyways. 
but this is not her because I mean she's not from the same place and all that. Luffy ends up at a bar where the Gold Roger used to be, which was King of Pirates, and they're just like reminiscing, like Luffy's very much like him and acts like him type of thing. Mm-hmm. And Smoker had like this weird. Not weird, but like he kind of like respected Gold Roger in a way, or like idolized him. Um, dude, everyone respected Gold yeah. Roger, and yeah, he's the like, fucking man, dude. Yeah, and, and it flashbacks to like him witnessing his execution, and like when he gets executed, like everyone like cheered, right? But like cheered in the way of like celebrating his life, not that he was dead. Yeah, right? exactly. So this man accomplished so fucking much. Yeah. Uh, 49, Kuetsu 3, Yubari Shizaro's new sword, and the woman, Sergeant Major. So this woman he bumps into is actually a Marine. Um, and he broke her glasses, so he's like trying to help her and like earn some money uh, while he tries to help her. Smoker realizes who Luffy is, and they find him trying to climb the fucking place where Gold Roger is executed, because Luffy's mm-hmm. like, I want to get the view of of where the, the King of Pirates died. And and that's all. That's the only thing that happens. Um, Luffy does some dumb shit and then flings himself away and he gets out of danger. It's like, that's literally what happens. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't even get... Like, he <laughs> like literally flings himself out of danger. Like, just removes himself from the scene. Sanji bumps into Alvita, but he doesn't know who she is. Um... Buggy and the crew are on the island on Luke Town. They're looking for Luffy. And let's see here. Yeah, Zoro uh, works for the Marines for a bit to make some money. The submarines jump yeah. come in. And, and of um, course, that chick, she doesn't know who they yeah. are because her fucking glasses are broke. Oh, yeah. That is true. I was wondering. Yeah, she's blind right now. <laughs> Nami bumps into like Zoro fucking working for the Navy. She's like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just pretend you didn't see anything. He's like, oh, I got roped into this. Yeah. He's like, I'm just not going to ask. Zoro knocks him out and leaves money for the glasses. Is. Yeah. Yep. Um, they're like, oh, you're Zoro. And he's like, fuck, I'm out of here. Zoro's whole goal right now is to like replace the swords that he had. Or mm-hmm. the two ones that he broke, right? Um, And he's looking for some replacement swords. And he's looking for some shitty dual ones. Like, whatever. Like it seems like the only one he cares about is the, um, his his sword, the one he has from his childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy, the guy, the swords, the blacksmith, um, sees the sword and starts freaking out, and he, he's like trying to like buy it for very little, um, and like try to dupe Zoro and like selling it, but Zoro's like no, like I'm not, like he doesn't know how much it's worth or anything. Um, but eventually that girl comes in and bumps into Zoro and she and um she she realizes she's like super nerd about this shit and like Wadi Ochimoji's a legendary sword, basically. And apparently there's a bunch of these swords. Twenty one. Yeah, twenty one. And that's just one of them. And yeah, Zoro's been holding on to a legendary sword and he, he's had no idea. And the and the um Blacks with his fist that he fucking got added him. He goes to the to the bin. Yeah, and then then Zoro goes to the bin um, because he has no interest in selling it. He's like he's just trying to fight some shit swords, 
first sword he pulls out is a fucking cursed sword that the, the guy's been trying to get rid of. And Zoro's like, no, nah, I'll take it. He like, he like likes it. Yeah, the girl realizes that's like a special sword, but it's cursed. And that's what the guy tells him. Then for some reason, like the guy's super nice and gives him his family heirloom sword too. And now like Zoro has these like two badass swords. And he does a dumb thing where he throws it in the air. It's a cursed sword. It's so dumb. So, so Why? He's like testing it. Yeah. He throws it oh. in the air to see if it'll cut his arm off while it's like flying down. And it just misses him. But that's how he tests cursed swords, apparently. Yeah, it, it's a dumb thing to do. Everyone's like, why? But hey, Zoro has swords now. And Usopp and Daddy, I think this is like a filler. No, the, the next episode is definitely a filler. It's like the cooking battle shit. It, it's really not important. But um, this episode is like uh, Usopp is trying to buy some spectacles um, to help with like his sniping. There's like this bounty hunter called Daddy that he bumps into. This is a famous like good shot, and eventually like he has a duel with them, and Usopp tries to like run away, and it still loses the duel, and he feels dishonored and all that shit. He re- uh, eventually, um, and speaking to him, the Daddy show- knows who Yasup is, and he's like the only person I've ever lost to is Yasup. Uh, Usopp's dad, right? In terms of like a duel, Yasop was gonna kill him, but he Yasop saw that he had a daughter and, and let him live. And it kind of like owed his life at that point. And he has a little daughter he cares about who's been following her in this episode. Usopp's like ashamed of his like cowardice as why usual. Can't be, why can't it be as cool as my dad? Yeah, basically. Um, maybe if he had a gun, Usopp, and not a fucking slingshot. They have a little challenge of, hey, if you don't hit this thing, I'll shoot you and kill you. It's like a game, right? To, like, prove his worth. Usopp nails the shot and lives, of course, right? And then that's the episode. Uh, 51 is just like a cooking challenge with with Sanji. It's it's a funny episode, but it's not really anything, right? He just wins, like, this big tuna fish thing and... And he's like the best cook, and he's like dueling some lady that's there. It's 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 very much a nothing episode. Yeah, this is just them like flexing the abilities of the crew. It's like, oh, yeah. this guy's these guys good. Yeah, uh, fifty two. Buggy's revenge. The man who smiles on the execution platform. Uh, Buggy has been like stalking them, and his plan is like finally going to fruition. Um, Luffy again. Heads to the execution platform. Uh, Alvita meets up with them. And initially, I thought Alvita's ability was to, like, seduce people or mind control people. Because all these people are, like, falling in love with her instantly or whatever. And no she's got what hearts she everywhere on them. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's just, she's just, she's, maybe she does do that. But as I can tell, just things slip off her. She's just yep. it's very slippery. slippery. Yep. Yeah. Buggy arrives, and yeah, they're just here to take out Luffy. Uh, the Marines know what's going on, but they're waiting for them to take out Luffy, and then they're gonna attack. Basically, he wants them to kill third each other. Party them. Yeah, he's gonna. They're gonna third party him like in Call of Duty, <laughs> and like Buggy is hilarious. Like he's good comedy. He's not like a seriously evil villain, but it's I like that he's back, right? 
Um, mm-hmm. he, he's totally fine. He's like Team Rocket at this point. Um, <laughs> I like his voice actor. I like like he was because him and Luffy are both idiots. And and Luffy's like, "What? You're gonna execute me? Why? No, you can't!" Like he's just he's so dumb and clueless. Yeah, like it, Buggy's about to, caught Luffy and is about to execute him, you know, in front of everyone. Right before, like, do you have any last words? And he screams, I'll be the man who become the king of the pirates. You know, people take it very seriously because this is where the king of pirates died and all that, right? So they're, like, mm-hmm. very surprised by, like, what he's saying. Buggy's about to cut his head off. But this whole time, a, stun- a storm has been brewing and building up. And then a lightning bolt hits Buggy at the top of the, uh, at the, top of the, the execution platform. Yeah. And everyone, and I forgot what they say, but... Is like at the at the moment he seriously thought his life was going to end there, but he was still smiling, basically, just like the King of the Pirates mm-hmm. did. <clears throat> and I, like Smoker's like impressed by Luffy or is intrigued by him. Clearly, the lightning bolt hits hits Buggy. The platform breaks. The Marines attack, um, and Luffy just they're like, "Yo, this this we got to get off this island. The Marines will chase us." Um, 53, the legend has started head for the Grand Line. Again, this is an episode where Luffy is running. Eventually, Smoker catches up. They have a little fight of, like, Smoker actually using his powers and shit. And, like, grabbing Luffy. There's this mysterious green-headed man who's been wandering around this whole time. I don't know who he is still. But he's clearly the one controlling the weather. And, like, he's clearly, like, crazy powerful if he can do this shit, right? He must have like a crazy gum gum fruit or something. Buggy He's a very turn- important man. Yeah, Buggy can turn himself into a goat cart, and now Vita can slip by taking. <laughs> I forgot your- he could do that. Yeah. Holy shit! I forgot about the goat cart. Yeah, yeah, we like how Vita like <laughs> fucking slides. Like holy shit, dude! But yeah, the the buggy go cart, <laughs> but Smoker can still catch them very easily. Smoker's just smoke, man. He just does whatever. He, like, captures all the pirates instantaneously. Wiped out. But, yeah. Um, Buggy's men were trying to destroy the ship, but it's ended up raining, so they couldn't set it on fire. Uh, Kui and his clone over here is, like, disappointed in Zoro because, like, she doesn't like pirates or has a bad image of, of them. Right. Um, She's a Marine. And she, like, doesn't want people that are pirates, like, to have those... She like respects those swords so much that she would like her goal is to like collect them all. Um and take all the legendary swords and basically collect them because usually all the legendary swords are held by pirates or bad people, right? So her goal is to like collect them. Yeah. A rogue can't own a renowned sword. They have a little fight, but he isn't she's nowhere near as good of him as um. She's like a novice. So clearly it's not Kuino or whatever, right? Because there's no way like the girl that other girl would be as weak, type of stuff. But yeah. he does he does yell at her like, "You look like my fucking dead friend," and it bothers me. <laughs> you know, I don't know what your friend was like and all that. Because she's like complaining about it too, like like you're a man and all that shit, and like you have it much easier and all that. And he's like, "Stop talking like her. You're freaking me out. <laughs> you're like exactly like her." Please and yeah, he just tells you how how much it pisses him off. And Smoker's like, "You got to beat me to get to the Grand Line." 
and Luffy loses this fight handedly. Like he yeah. has no fucking chance. And but this is this is what I mean. Go ahead. Oh, that he doesn't have all the answers. Exactly. Yeah, like he he can't do anything to this guy. Like literally, I don't know how he would ever beat Smoker. Um, Smoker's about to capture. I don't know what he's gonna do with that sword. Knock him out, I guess. But that um, but that other dude shows up. The mysterious guy shows up to save Luffy. It sends like a gush of wind and it fucks everything up. But it gives him a chance to escape. And Luffy just slings himself to the ship, and that's how they escape. And as they're like riding out, they like make a promise to each other, like, "Hey, they're going to the Grand Line." Mm-hmm. And that is the Luke Town arc. Like I said, it's not. It's like good. It. I mean, it's fine, right? Like I want to describe it as good, but there are interesting parts. Like Smoker, Smoker is gonna follow them to the Grand Line, and we'll go f- and we'll see what happens there. They haven't shown up yet where I'm at, but I imagine, you know, we'll see all these characters again at some point in the Grand Line. But that is the end of the first saga. Episodes one through. So there's episodes 50-something to 61. They're all filler. I'm not going to talk about those. I didn't watch them. Um, From my understanding, they're not really worth watching um, because they just have no... They have no bearing on anything that happens in the future. At most, uh, one guy shows up in the... um, where they're climbing the mountain arc or whatever to get to the Grand Line. He shows up like, oh, here's the villain. He's still alive. And Nami just kicks his ass off the boat. And then he's got, he's dead. <laughs> like, immediately. Because he has fruit powers. And they literally just slay. Oh, he can't swim. We'll never see him again. <laughs> because he's dead now. Like, it's just... <laughs> it's, it's really funny. But that's the most he got out of it. And I'm really... Honestly, we don't really need to watch those episodes of them going up the mountain. Like, there's... There's, um, it's just um, like the entrance of the Grand Line's weird. I really don't have much to say about it other than it's like a fucking ride, like a ride, basically, up a mountain and down a mountain for for ships. I don't know how Don Krieg got all his ships through there, but he got them all through there. And, and that's how you get to the Grand Line. Do you remember much about it? I, re- I remember the Grand Line was just a formation of rocks that kept people out. Yeah, and like to get through it, they have to like climb up a mountain. And yeah, I guess we could stop there because like the next episode is like where they meet. <laughs> there's a giant whale, and there's a bunch of shit that happens. Again, it's arcs that like aren't super important, but we are getting into the Alabasta stuff, and we'll probably talk about Little Island and the Chopper arc next time because arc prior isn't too much other than what happens at the end. Of like the bounty hunter island, it's like the setup to like, hey, what is this arc going to be about, right? And then, right. and they set some rules for the Grand Line, like can't use traditional navigation. There's these items that record magnetism and get you like you need special things to like traverse the Grand Line. I got to upgrade their gear. Basically, yeah. Oh, yep. Um, yeah, they basically got to upgrade their gear. But yeah, that's that's today's episode. I mean, that's that gets us all the way to episode sixty-two, right? Shit, that was like thirty episodes we covered. Um, well, we didn't cover thirty again. I skipped like ten or fifteen uh, by skipping that whole arc. 
but yeah, man, I'm I'm into it, dude. Um, the next couple arcs have been interesting. I can't wait to talk about them. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's gonna be real good once I get to the actual Alabasta part uh, and actually meet like the main villain and all that. Because um, right. right now it's like we're dealing with his little cronies. There is one scene again that we'll probably talk about next time of like holy shit this person is scary and powerful what the fuck just happened and it's the very end of the bounty hunter part where they're gonna split off from that guy um but it's like really creepy imagery of like hands and then something happens and like oh, okay this is cool i am interested uh in, in these people here um but yeah like arlong again i can't stress it enough it like really sold me on the show like I, I want to watch way more. I understand not every arc is going to be as good. Because, uh, I mean, I've, I've seen that, right? I've, not every episode's like... Th- I mean, the, the so goddamn iconic, right? Um, that arc in itself, I imagine it is something that is... In terms of the fandom, a lot of people would be interested to see someone's first time actually going through that. But yeah, man, is there anything... like? So this arc I'm going into, like, do you remember much about Alabasta in itself? Is it oh yeah exciting or like how do you generally feel about this next arc I'm going Al- into or next saga I guess? Alabasta, this was the last arc I watched in the four kids dub. Yeah, so they end at episode one hundred four or some shit like that. Yeah. The, um... So the fight with the with the big bad was was pretty hardcore for me. I mean, this is. The toughest, the toughest fight for him, yeah, in the series so far, and especially you see like when you fight when he was fighting Smoker, uh-huh. like Luffy's not gonna have all the answers, so he's got to try and fucking figure out how it needs to beat these type of users that you like can't physically hurt. Exactly, people like Smoker, like I said, Smoker, he's made out of smoke. He can't touch the dude. Yeah, yeah. He's got to figure out a way to work around it. Yeah, like not like I'm super excited now. We have all the whole crew. Right. We've all dealt with their stories and stuff. But what are you about to say? That uh, devil fruit users have have been kind of rare. Yeah, so far, and then now we're gonna get into like we're, now that he's in the grand line. Like, there's gonna be more powerful people, more devil fruit devil fruit users, and. Uh, yeah, just yeah, they they they're popping up like left and right. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, like like off the bat, they're like fruit user, fruit user, fruit user. Like okay, all right, um, yeah, it's it it's so far it's really interesting, right? I guess we'll talk about it next episode. I really don't want to delve into much into it, but mainly I wanted to talk about Arlong. That's what ate up most of this podcast. And Gloop Town is like very quickly like bang, 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 bang. This is what kind of happened. And yeah, it's, uh, I'm excited to see more. And and we'll continue doing this right um, on the next episode. Again, I am pick, I like the Luke Tan part. I'm going to pick what I want to talk about most. And like this next arc or so, they're like pretty short and overall talking about. But like, I think the chopper arc is probably the one I'll talk about most next time. And um, the little little village, little island or some shit. Little little island yeah that arc i'll talk about more the most as well uh super fun ones right um it, it's just fun times right 
but I'm mm-hmm. definitely ready for like I do like the build up of like okay, we're building up to the next big big bad in this whole saga. Um and yeah, again, I'm excited to see like the whole crew actually together at this point. Um it's been a fun ride so far. And can't wait to see more. But other than that, um where can people find you, Bryce? You can catch me streaming at uh, Twitch TV slash X Super Bisto X, or you can uh, follow me on Twitter again at uh, X Super Bisto X. And as well, uh, I have this YouTube channel, a Random Drop. Uh, you can also follow me at Rando0268 on Twitter. And I stream on Twitch at twitch.tv underscore Rando0268. So it's been a lot of World of Warcraft lately because holy shit, I'm. I'm stuck in that loop for some reason, <laughs> but hopefully I'll escape it soon. Um, but yeah, this has been the Bite of Gum Gum podcast, the Arlong arc, and the Luke Town arc. We are almost at three hours. It's going to be a bitch to edit, but we'll get there. And we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Yo, ho, ho, we took a bite of gum gum. Yeah.